Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to BTW and we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. My name is Chris, a.k.a. AstroZombie954. My name is Jacob, a.k.a. Dino Magico. My name is Brad, a.k.a. WildcatDad17. And uh, today is Monday, October 25th, and... This is the second time we're recording this beginning because... I was just about to say, can, can we mention that happened? <laughs> we did like five minutes of unrecorded stuff. And <laughs> so... At least I caught it for you. At least yeah. I looked over and said, I was oh, say, something doesn't like seem always, right. Like always, Wildcat Dad's always catching uh, the mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> I was up way too early this morning and it's it's starting to catch up with me. <laughs> so, uh, So to condense what I said, but no one heard... <laughs> Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to go over this week, uh, f- uh, this episode. Um, so we're going to kind of, you know, skim over some of the stuff that it's not so important. And then the ones that are like coming up uh, in the next, before we record the next episode, we'll we'll go a little more in depth. Um, but before we get started, Dino, how was your week? Uh, it was good. Um, you know, I, I, you know, just playing casual and stuff like that, how I always do. Uh, was aiming for a uh, legend today, but unfortunately came uh, short of it. Not necessarily, you know, close, but it, I'm still above the 2900. And uh, I mean, on the bright side, I did get a uh, shiny dark ride, which oddly enough, I've gotten, uh, what is it? The, before uh, dark ride was Garatina, I got two shiny Garatinas. And then before Garatina, I got a, a shiny, I think it's Azdelf. Oh, so like it's I've you know it's crazy like I get I have more luck in getting shiny legend or mythicals in uh, GBL than I do in Radiant. That's awesome. Someone check his account. There seems to be some hacking <laughs> going on. <laughs> I got I actually what was it last when Giratina was in there? I got my first legendary hundred percent from GBL. Wow. I, okay, that's that, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> I got the exact same thing. I got a, Gira, a Hundo Giratina from GPL. I was yeah. really pumped for that one. 
Yeah, was... oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> I need that. Wildcat, how was your week? Week was really good. Unfortunately, I had a sick kiddo most of the week, so much less play than I would have liked, but actually managed to get out for a Saturday and Sunday play session because wow. Kentucky was on a bye week, so I wow. had nothing to do on my Saturday. Nice. How was the stream, by the way? Stream went well up until four pitches <laughs> internet <laughs> decided to not work anymore. <laughs> that Australian internet's what we're going to blame. Yeah, but um, there was definitely a learning curve with the tree, is what I'll say. So if you watch the stream, you see me and Fish both get demolished. About the time the stream went down, we both started winning. Because yeah. that's yeah, how you're it saying that. That's that's, that's how, it how it is. Yeah. I remember when was it me and I think it was me and Astro or I don't remember who who was I was like streaming maybe it was Dom I don't remember uh, and I, I just did bad like I just like you just have more of like eyes on you so you feel like kind of a little bit of like a pressure yeah so I get it you just causes you to make mistakes yeah exactly uh, yeah it's probably not the best time to to bring out a brand new Pokemon to try to learn as well on the fly yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I know, I know a lot of people have been asking if when we're going to do like a stream, like all of us, uh, so we just got to figure out schedule wise, um, you know, we've got (laughs) with between kids and work and stuff like that, we don't have a ton of time. (laughs) So we do our, we're going to try our best to maybe do one in the next like couple weeks or so this week. Uh, There we go. Saturday, (laughs) Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Ash yeah, is available, but either I'm if here. he goes at Friday, I'm here. Friday or Saturday or Sunday, because he's good for me this weekend. Nice, <laughs> nice. So uh, I'm hearing Dino actually's lonely and wants us to hang out. That's what I'm, what I'm actually hearing. <laughs> yeah, basically, I, I need friends, guys. I'm gonna be alone. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so Wildcat, you were telling me you had a pretty good week as far as GBL goes. After a rough, a rough couple of weeks. Yeah, I will cover more, but all I could say is I figured the tree out. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about how nice the tree can be in the GBO section, but I definitely, I've started seeing some gains again, which is nice. That's perfect. That's awesome. I mean, you're not the only one. I think Astro's getting, Shh, seeing some gains too. Not gonna talk. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. I'm doing well. <laughs> That's why I said it. It's, well, as of right now, I'm probably like one of like 10 people still playing Halloween cups. <laughs> oh, that's still a thing? Yeah, till, till the second. <laughs> I have, I have, I do. I honestly forgot. I honestly forgot. I have until the second to, to hit, um, what is vet, vet veteran? veteran? Yeah. Yeah. You, I, at this pace, I, I see it happening. Yeah. Right? I'm excited. So we'll talk about, some of that stuff and what's going on with GBL. Um, so let's just let's just dive in and get started and talk about what's going on over in the Silph Arena. Silph Arena News. All right, so um, really, as far as Sylph goes, they dropped a couple different metas. Well, technically two new metas and one recycled one. 
two for the Sylph factions, and then one for our November meta. Uh, so before we dive into everything there, just giving you guys a heads up, we're going to do like a full breakdown of uh, the Brawler Cup uh, next week on next week's episode, uh, where we'll go a lot more in depth. But Wildcat, I know when you saw this, you had asked me what I thought. <laughs> but what did you think when you saw this? I hate it so much. <laughs> it is Venture Cup 2.0. I I was literally just looking at it as well, and I'm like, uh, I I don't see why people would play that. Like, it seems like it could be expensive, no? Or is it just me? No, it looks expensive. I mean, I've already dropped it. half million dust on it. Oh my gosh! No. And and this is considering that he's very picky and where he, where he spends his dust. So that says a lot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I could easily go to drop another half million because one of the biggest things that happened this week, I finally hit two ninety six for my Dickers B candy. Mm. Oh, nice! So I have it to drop, but I'm now sitting there going, I've already spent a half million. Do I really want to spend another million? Ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's this is this is insane. I mean, don't get me wrong; it looks interesting. But it definitely seems like it'll be super expensive on the dust. It it just, I hate this. You have to have a very limited team and you have to pick from certain types, things of that nature. Like, I like a little bit more freedom here. This is one of those that it is so overly limited that it's wide open. Which is kind of counterintuitive, but that's the same way with Venture Cup was. Because you had set point caps, it left things very wide open even though they were trying to limit it as much as possible. Was it just me or, or did someone mention that the brawler cup is perfect for the BTW server? Was it camo? I feel like yeah. it was camo. Yeah. Well, why? I didn't understand the first second. Like, <laughs> does someone want to elaborate? <laughs> All of our wrestling references and boxing discussion. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Okay. That actually, that makes a lot of there sense. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're going to go a little more in depth about it, but, I mean, honestly, like I was looking at the rankings, I I may just be very meta when it comes to this one because I have like the top like one or two in each slot already built, so I'll just probably run those. <laughs> See how it goes. Might as well. Yeah, I've already done a few practice battles, and I tried to get real spicy with one pick, and literally, I don't remember who it was that had it, but they sent me their team, and they had the exact same spicy pick. I'm like, come on! <laughs> I thought I was doing something creative here. <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> Not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just like, so, again, we're not too much to go into, but I love seeing that number two in slot one is my my stoned cupcake Slurpuff. No. Yeah. <laughs> that right that's, there that's says insane. everything you need to know about how trash this meta is. <laughs> Slurpuff is fun. It's fun. Um, but I think it's just that way because of, of its charge moves with the flamethrower and the energy ball. Just giving it a little no, more that, That's for sure. Because, yeah, it gives it a coverage. So I think that's why it's yeah. there. Um, if you have a snowy cast form, it's going to be another snowy cast form meta. <laughs> like the... Like, every single one of these last last season so either have a snowy cast form or have a way to beat snowy cast form yeah yeah so there's there's some fun stuff in here uh, it's 
it's not ideal. It's not what I was hoping this next one would be, but it, at least I don't have to do like points, like pick like from don't five points though? and ten points, and because it's it's not that different from doing points. You have six weight classes. You have to pick one per weight class. Yeah. As a boxing fan, I love the concept. Hate the execution. Yeah. Love the idea. Hate the execution. I didn't realize that Mantine was like in the same category as like Dragonite and Melmetal and all those. Like I didn't, for some reason, didn't think it to be this giant Pokemon. It's a chunky boy. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's going on and that's going to start, uh, November 1st. So everything with Lunar Cup is wrapping up. And then also in November starts up the next oh, cycle. Quick, quick note. Go ahead. November, November, November 5th, 8 p.m. BTW will start. Okay. So giving everyone a week and a half advance notice. There you go. Get ready. Hopefully I'll do better than, well, I did okay in the Lunar Cup. I hit, I hit rival in it. So <laughs> that's something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, like I was saying, starting also in November is the second, uh, cycle for our Sylph factions. So like we said, like towards the end of last season, this season, we wanted to definitely, you know, talk about our faction a little more, uh, talk about the metas and stuff like that a little more because a lot of people that listen to us are in their own factions um, or they're in our server and didn't know that we had a faction. <laughs> uh, so our cycle two faction, it consists of wildcat dad, Miami doc, King Tom, uh, me blind flip fish on a heater, Artemis dragon, and then our alternates are Burnamall and uh, Swalt uses Perel. So I think we got a pretty solid, solid squad this this go around. I'm pretty sure all of them are top, right around top thousand or better Sylph ranks last season. So we should do well. Yeah, we got we got Wildcat um, taking care of the Great League Specialist. Uh, Miami Doc is taking over me, f- taking over my Ultra League. Um, he just he crushed it like the last two two um, two weeks of last cycle. So I think he's pretty comfortable there. <laughs> I, I he did yeah, put he up did a fight. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then King Tom. Uh, stepped up big time to take over the Master League specialist since uh, we lost Papa Rec on that, and it was it was like literally like of oh, what last Tuesday or something like that where he's like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Like if, I, there I may have been we some begging and pleading and <laughs> kind of bribed them to do yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, and then our field specialists are uh, myself, Fish on a Heater, Artemis Dragon, and Blind Flip. So the two metas that were announced for this cycle is a recycled one, but one of my favorite, uh, the Twilight Cup, or they put it as Twilight Field, um, but it's it's the Twilight Cup. Uh, and then the other one is called the Comet Fields. 
So that's the new one. And I looked at it and I was like, man, I want to do that one. And then until I saw all the bands and I was like, eh. <laughs> it's a very interesting meta. So you're looking, in my opinion, a fairly balanced meta. So you've got your triangle, fire, yeah. flying, ice. So you get a decent little triangle there. Then you have your normal and psychic. But as Astro said, the band list is heavy for this one. Dino, what all do we have banned? Uh, so for the bands, I see Alteria, Deoxys, which I, I, when I looked at that too, I'm like, oh, Deoxys would be good. Nope, banned. <laughs> and then Medicham, Wabbit of Wabbit, of course, because I think it's so annoying. Thank God, uh, Chansey's there too. And I'm a little curious about this. Maybe you guys can explain. But Mantine, Mantine's also banned. Breaks the meta um, because it's got the combo flying water. It's going to take neutral damage from the ice, which is supposed to counteract the flyers a little bit, as well as being able to hit super effectively back against the fire. So it actually really hurts the overall balance of the meta. So I actually get Mantine being blocked there. Mm. And of course, Megas. Yeah, like, Don't forget Megas are banned. I was thinking like, yeah, I, I get it. Like it, it would be annoying, you know, because uh, it's water and flying. Um but like you know, it doesn't really have any true like wa- like water. Like besides, what is it? Just bubble beam, right? So yeah, um, it's still annoying. It's definitely annoying. So man, would how would I mean? So Pelipper would take that that spot then. Pelipper seems to be something you would think could be good, but looking at the rankings, it's all the way down at twenty five. What I love seeing. The number five Pokemon, something I think very few people have ever used. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Marcargo Marcargo is rank five with Rock Throw, Stone Edge, Overheat. Huh. I mean, like I was looking at that, too. Um, It's very it's a very nice pick, actually. Uh, But do you I I feel like everyone is going to have Vigoroth and Obstagon, like maybe maybe both, actually. Uh, within their teams, so yeah. and and Diggersby as well, which means it's going to that's three matches right there that it's going to lose right out of the gate. But what you're really bringing it in for is beat up the ice, beat up the flyers. That's the yeah. purpose of yeah. Chicago, and it also actually handles the unsung hero of so many Medigas in Wigglytuff. Hmm. Yeah, and it. It beats uh, Ninetales, both Aloan and Kanto. Yeah, because you're throwing those rocks. I know. Got to throw hmm. those rocks. Hmm. That's uh, interesting. One I, like, I, I actually really enjoy Shadow Ninetales. I've got a pretty good one that I built for Kanto Cup a while back. So huh. I, I enjoy Shadow Ninetales. Yeah. Uh, Zangoose is pretty highly ranked, which is always fun to see. Those Shadow Claw, Close Combat Knight Slash Shield Pressure is just stupidly insane. Mm-hmm. Uh Dugong's in there at nine. I love I love using Dugong. It's so much fun. So here's the question, Astro. Do you have Lunatone or Soul Rock built? Um <laughs> not built, but actually surprisingly, I have like a rank like I think like it's in the top ten of both of them actually. <laughs> you know what's crazy though? Like I, I feel like I, I think it was Soul Rock, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I actually built it for a cup, uh, for self cup. I don't remember which one it was or why I would even do that. But 
I remember building it. I think it was because I, I didn't have the main uh, Pokemon for it. And it was kind of like a sub for it. Uh, and I actually have one built. But do you do you think it's going to have like some sort of play? Because like, I see a lot of them have rock throw here. Anything that can throw some rocks is going to be a lot of play because you've got fire required. Or not required, but fire Pokemon and ice Pokemon. Additionally, you only have two, maybe three viable counter users. So you've got, as we mentioned, Vigoroth and Obstagoon. Of course, they're going to be one and two. And then Blaziken is your other viable counter user. Outside of that, there's not a lot of viability out there for counter. Hmm. So these things that have part rock typings actually have a chance to shine a little more. Yeah. And for all of you uh, people that built a Shadow Aerodactyl for the Flying Cup, what, two seasons ago? <laughs> you could probably get away with it somewhere in here. For fun, you know? Yeah. Just throw off people and be like, what the heck? <laughs> I mean, it's not ranked, like, super low. It's it's in the, what, it's 21 here. So, I mean, it's not, like, in the 50s. I mean, that's um, pretty solid. If, if you don't have Marcago or Lunatone Soul Rock, I think Aerodactyl is, is your next bet for a rock Pokemon. So if you're building out a team, things that you have to consider and have on your team, either Vigoroth or Obstagoon, if not both, you've got to have a counter user. You've got to have a rock thrower. After hmm. you get those two positions filled, then you start looking to build around them based on what you've chosen and their weaknesses. Because those positions counter a large portion of the meta. Interesting. Uh, what I was noticing too, though, is like, because I was seeing, you know, which Pokemon uh, would be, uh, you know, a, a counter for Vigoroth and Obstagoon. And surprisingly enough, like, I actually didn't expect it, but it makes sense. Uh, I was seeing that Ninetales, Kanto. It seems like a very good counter to uh, both of them, actually. You know, besides you know the, the obvious like Wigglytuff and stuff like that. But uh, Nine Tails, like I mean, you, if you think about it, like how often do you see a Kanto Nine Tails, like in you know GBL, for example? Um, so it that's I actually like that. Nine Tails is actually one of the the counters for those two. Yeah, and it is important to note for this meta, you do not you prefer non-shadow over shadow nine tails just that little bit of extra bulk because nine tails is not bulky to start with you need the extra in this cup yeah but it's super spammy with that weather ball <laughs> that's yeah. true and fire spin adds up real quick yeah uh, uh, one that i like that that's kind of a hidden gem in my opinion that will really help against those fires if you don't have a rock thrower the barrel Hmm. Uh, that water gun surf hyperfang pressure is actually really good against flyers or not flyer fires. So it's if you it's a cheap 10k second move Pokemon that is pretty common out there that you can get easily enough. So maybe time to flex those shinies. Yeah. If you didn't <laughs> if you didn't uh, get your Bidoof the last time they were all over the place. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone's like tired of that thing. They have enough of it. There's no way you don't. <laughs> yeah. 
So there's so that's uh the comet field and then Twilight. So we'll go over it just because like there's people that maybe starting still for the first time, they didn't get, you know, to play Twilight in what, season one? It was season one, right? I believe it was season one. Yeah. So I remember playing it, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Twilight is pretty similar to Halloween Cup with the um without the bug. Uh, I think it's bug and one other thing. Uh, Just missing bug. Yeah. So it's poison, ghost, dark, fairy. Uh, your bands are megas, uh, Nido queen, and that's Pawniard, right? I was, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, this is kind of like goes along with the, the band that they did for Bullet. Uh, what's it called? Bullaby? Bullaby. Yeah. It's kind of like the same concept, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's cool. I I, I like it. I, I like it. They like always like Banny's baby Pokemon stuff. Like yeah. The thing I I I like about this meta, besides like it highlights some of my favorite like typings, is this meta actually brings out some of those Pokemon that you're like, man, I have a really good one of these, but I'm never going to use it in open. <laughs> uh, so you've got Tenacruel here at number five. And then at number 11, Tyranitar. Shadow. Shadow, which makes it even I, more fragile. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually looking at that too. I'm like, maybe maybe this is like one of the cubs that people were using it for. But uh, I actually did also notice that the similarity like Pokemon that from this cup and Comet were... I always see Mandibuzz and Aloe Ninetales everywhere. Yeah. Every single time. <laughs> yeah. And, and the reason Titar actually has so much viability here, you only have three counter users in the entire meta. Toxicrome, mm. Obstagoon, Scrafty. So mm. you can protect Titar from those pretty well. And unlike in the um, Halloween Cup where you have Bug to help kind of tap down the dark as well, you're missing Bug. So something that normally beats Titar really hard is Shadow Scizor. So by removing Scizor from the meta, you're actually making Titar even better. Yeah, so they they will uh Tarantar will only just have to worry about um Azu and, and Wigglytuff at that point. Yeah. And Charm Tails. Because uh, if you're running Charm on Ninetales, it'll take down Titar really quick. If you're running Powder Snow, you've already lost. Yeah. so uh but i mean the top 10 is like what i'm running in halloween cups so i'm used to used to them already uh golbad and azu and uh i was running uh alone muck and mandibuzz but yep and you're seeing beedrill shadow beedrill really high simply because the other bugs are removed so it's really the only viable bug and that gives you a way to counter both your fairy and your dark Pokemon. Well, there's another bug. I said it's viable bug. <laughs> viable. Ariados <laughs> is always viable. It is always viable. You know, you, you mentioned this so much that I get confused if it's your favorite Pokemon or not. It's just fun. <laughs> it's just to throw out this big spider looking thing. It just, it's fun. The and problem- I like the, when it used to run before the poison update 
when you run infestation and it would just go. I just like that noise. It was fun. How's that go again? <laughs> the, the real problem with Aerodose is its charge moves in this meta. Yeah. It Beedrill has Excisor, which you can get to very quickly. Your only bug type move here is going to be Megahorn. Well, you got lunge. Why wouldn't you run lunge? Yeah. I think because area dose, you need that nuke. I maybe you would run l- over cross poison, run lunge. Yeah, you run poison sting, cross poison lunge. You could even run infestation with cross poison, and then lunge or mega horn. Because also, is anyone else noticing PV poke is broke? on their additional moves section. No, <laughs> go scroll, open up a Pokemon and scroll down. Huh? For fast moves. It just shows counter, counter, bam, bam, as mm. well as charge moves. Mm. Interesting. That's weird. It is. I just <laughs> noticed that I was scrolling down to try to figure out the additional moves. Yeah. So I, I like it's fun. And honestly, the, the, the poison sting into lunge is super fast. So it could, it could be one of those like sneaky ones. I mean, it's going to beat nine tails. It says it's going to beat Azu, uh, Umbreon, Drapion and Zuelius. So that's, that's a good chunk of the meta right there. I still think Beedrill is just overall better in this meta. Oh, yeah. I mean, Beedrill's just, it's the drill run and the X-Scissor is just insane. Yeah, even Tyranitar would have to shield from it. So Mm -hmm. that's just like, that tells you enough. It actually even classifies Beedrill as beating something like Stunky because of that drill Hmm. run. Beedrill's just really annoying. I'm just, I'm I'm very surprised. Uh, Well... I'm 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 a little surprised that you don't see it that often like everywhere else. Um I know that it, you saw it everywhere when it first came out with their the community day, but you just don't see it as often, you know. I actually meant I saw maybe like one in a week in in GBL, so like I think it just doesn't get enough spotlight. So I, it's nice to see it, you know, able to use it in these kind of cups. Speak speaking of things that you don't see that often that people talk about a lot, Alolan Grimer it seemed to be the the sweet little thing that everyone was mm-hmm. jumping on bandwagon trying to build. Never see it, but now it's rank eight. So if you've got those candy and you've built it, this is your time. Yep. And then what two spots above that is the big boy alone muck, which is another one of those Pokemon that you used to see like all over the place. And then it just like fizzled out. Um, kind of like, uh, what was, uh, Marowak, uh, Alolan Marowak is Alolan, yeah. Uh, that was like everywhere, and then it kind of fizzled out, and people forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, they pop up, and I'm like, "Oh shit, that's still around." <laughs> I know, right? I, I actually have a funny story about that. I'll mention in GBO. <laughs> uh, that's called a tease, folks. That's that's to yep, get you to listen to more of the show. <laughs> so. 
yeah, so those are the two faction metas, uh, like I said, and then we've got the Brawler Cup that is in November. Uh, now, we've also started our Ash Cup um, that I got my Ash whipped by Wildcat <laughs> the other night. <laughs> Everyone's using that term. Uh, so what was that? What? How, how, did you go 2-1? No, I think that was a three. Uh, oh, three. Oh, it I was a three. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. It was. He took out the broom. It was bad. <laughs> it was a. It was bad, bad, bad. Did Did you guys record it? You guys need to. Send no, it to I me. didn't record it. I, I, I did I record lose. the first match. <laughs> oh, oh, I knew I was gonna lose. Posted. <laughs> maybe that may be the, the a good first video for the BTW YouTube channel. Actually, get started up. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, I have no answer for Talonflame, and I still have no answer. So anyone who runs, who has Talonflame on their team is just going to wipe the floor with me. The sad part is you did if you just lined it up correctly. You just didn't know it. I just saw your team, and I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> oh, the You actually have three decent counters. Really? Yes. Yeah. Because they all sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I mean, okay. you got to talk to the trainer. You Listen, know? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's that's it. I and it's I said this to Wildcat after we we did the battle. I f- totally forgot because I haven't used a Lapras in who knows how long. How fucking slow it gets to that surf. I actually, I actually kind of liked it. At least when I played my first match, I actually was like, "Oh my gosh, when was the last time I used it?" I actually got to even use Skullbash twice. Really? <laughs> well, that's just evil. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hate <laughs> Which I kind of gave away my moves. So I, huh? hopefully, whoever I play, well, uh, whoever I play in, then later, uh, later down the road, they don't hear this. <laughs> uh, I I'm having fun with this. I love. I love the Pikachu. Like it's, it's so surprising how actually pretty good it is. Yeah. I I was, I was just like, okay, like this is actually getting to the moves pretty quick. And then, uh, I actually went against another Pikachu, but their Pikachu wasn't like close to the 800 CP mark. So I did a wild charge and it basically got him to like, like five HP left. Yeah. So it was an 800 CP Pikachu while charging a Lapras or a Talonflame is no mm-hmm. bueno for those Pokemon. Yep. Really? Yeah. How much did you already did it? About 60% or more. Oh my gosh. That is, that is very like amazing to see. I hit, <laughs> I think I hit the first, first round against uh thanks friend. I think I hit his, uh, Bulldor with a wild charge. And it it took it out. <laughs> it, is is this squishy? Is is Boulder squishy? And I'm, yeah, I'm right? assuming it is. Uh, it's cool looking, but <laughs> um, was it a shiny Boulder? I don't remember. If it was if shiny, it was, you want to go back and take a loss. Win. You need to go back <laughs> and do just that. Let him win. <laughs> you know what's crazy though? Like I was like, now that you mentioned his him, I, I'm looking at his team, and he. I was so mad when I, I didn't have this. I, I swear, I was about to run Kingler, and I saw that I only have it for Ultra League, and I was so upset. Uh, I was so upset, because I wanted to run it so bad. Yeah, I was kind of shocked when I didn't see it on your squad. I was wondering what was up. Yeah, I was I was so mad, because I really wanted to use Crab Hammer. Well, I also was <laughs> waiting for you to try and make like your case to have um, Primate available. 
Yeah, I, I was going to, and then I realized like how the meta is, and then you know, <laughs> I kind of I I should have honestly, but I was kind of in a rush because you know we had Seagull like right on me to hurry up, plead, making my team plead the case <laughs> for yeah. He wears yeah. the Ash hat, so you should be able to play. <laughs> Wrong. <Yeah. laughs> but I like it. I think it's a lot of fun. I'm actually, yeah, well, we've got what two more rounds. That's fine. Uh, it, <laughs> I'm actually running my Pikachu with Quick Attack over what is it, Spark? Um, yep. and it actually helps. It helped me win a mirror match. Interesting. That, I I just do everything I can not to let Pikachu get in a mirror match because that is about as bad as watching Chansey's in a mirror match. <sighs> not unless, not if you're running Quick Attack, because it's not <laughs> resisted. So, that's true. That's true. So speaking of our custom meta in the Ash Cup, I, I I didn't even put this in the notes. All I'm going to say about next month for November, we've got something big in the works. And there hmm. may be a cat or a gift card prize at the end of it for the top overall winner. Hmm. So, so can can we get like guarantee it? Like then I'll be more interested. <laughs> oh, there, it, there's absolutely going to be a gift card of some sort. Oh, okay. Hmm. It just depends right, upon yeah. the value. Depends upon how many people register. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, we had a good. How about like, we had a good turnout for this one for our. Uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah, our first one that wasn't the draft. I think it was a it was a nice turnout. Um. It was a lot of fun. I think everyone is having fun with it because it's it's just friendly competition now. Like it's not like you're doing anything to like get your self rankings up or anything like that, which is nice after like the first half of the month of just like, oh, I gotta do good in these, and then it's like, okay, I could take a little break and just have some fun, you know, at the end of the month. So Yeah, I'm I'm pretty fun. proud of my self ranking right now. I'm at I'm right at top fifty. I was as high as top twenty at one point. Hmm. And as soon as I finish out PGR, depending upon how that one goes, I could jump right back up into that top 20 or top 50 US list right now. See, see, we have we have somebody representing us in every single field, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I'm like, let's see, I'm looking at this. I'm ranked 262 in the US. That's good. That's sure. Good. Actually, that's not bad at yeah. all. Not bad. <laughs> Out of however many people are... <laughs> registered i'm number 262 <laughs> so yeah. uh that's fun oh and my spice index is at 57 so yeah. i like seeing that my spice index what is, what is, is not very high what is the average like what is like like a good uh, spice meter like i think you want to be in the 40s typically so you're above the, you're, no my it, spice is way low. my spice is all the way down at 28 Oh, so then Astro's spice I, I'm is like high, and I think you just—I'm trying to—you just use too much, too much time. You use the area those I way think too much, that's, man. That's probably that's why. it. <laughs> uh, no, I think DeFi tries to get a a pretty high spice uh, index rating, but still be like competitive at it too. Yeah, John Normus—that's that's John Normus is also that good. way. He he refuses to not lose at least one piece of spice in every tournament. Yeah. I like I just like to bring something different instead of just going on PV poke and taking the top six or whatever that makes up a team and then running that. But like I understand that there's certain Pokemon in each meta that you have to have on your team. But then there is like room for like that one Pokemon that can be like 
like I went against um last I think it was last night um in the PGR tournament. Uh I went up against a Dustclops, uh Amanda's Dustclops, and it wrecked me. I had that no fire answer. punch is dangerous in this meta. And, well, she was well, I can't because we're still going on, but <laughs> it it wrecked me. It yeah. wrecked me. I was like, man, I had no answer for it. I didn't know what to do. And I will say, if you if you look at next month's self cup, talking about spice, you're forced to use at least one Pokemon in the, that's thirty plus because slot one has nothing in the top thirty. So yep. it's forcing everyone, as far as "quote unquote" spice goes, to pick a little spice. I like that. <laughs> I like that. My Slurpuff's gonna get its time to shine. Rank fifty three. Nice. That's right. <laughs> rank fifty three overall. Rank number one in your hearts. <laughs> <laughs> "Quote unquote." <laughs> I mean, you look at it, you're just like, man, I gotta like that thing. Like it just looks, it looks stone, and it's just like tongue out and just i like it it's it's the best looking fairy pokemon that, that sylveon I, would I like know. to have a conversation with you sir yeah i was about to- <laughs> sylveon looks like like the little doll that you would have in like your daughter's room or something like that like slurpuff looks like the thing that you pull out of like a garbage pail kids like deck or like Something and like after that. Sylveon's done talking to you, Grimmsnarl really would like to have a conversation. <laughs> it's not there yet. We're not there yet. I'm just saying, Grimmsnarl is by far the coolest looking fairy ever. Yeah, but we're not there yet. And then Mimikyu <sighs> would like to have a conversation. What are you talking oh, about, I, Slurpuff? I forgot that Mimikyu was part uh, fairy. Ghost fairy. I actually fairy. didn't know that. <laughs> Ghost I fairy. Oh, and it, it's funny because I just finished... Uh, is it sun and moon and i'm pretty sure they mentioned that like a whole bunch of times <laughs> so uh so yeah so that is sylph uh we'll talk more about the brawler cup next week um and then we'll have hopefully what a little more detail on the custom meta um maybe not next week okay. we, we gotta wait and see what's announced to validate that we may be pushing that meta off till december Okay. We've got two custom metas that's ready to go. We're just waiting on the Pokemon company to help us decide which one we're running first. Gotcha. Or not okay. the Pokemon company, Nyanic to help us decide. There we go. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So then let's go ahead and ooh, run through the in-game news here. So, uh, first thing up, I'm going to just like jump into this because there's so much stuff. Um, first thing right off the bat is the uh, Pogo World Championships. Uh, they announced the championship schedule, and it looks like we've got one, two, three, four, five, five of the six in the United States. Um, I don't. Canada got the shaft there with just one. <laughs> that's yeah, that kind of that sucks. sucks. <laughs> but only three of the 
six are for Pogo, though. So three of them are uh, for only the TCG and VGC. Ah, okay. So you've got uh, the three that Wildcat was mentioning that is going to be uh, – that has Pogo in it is the first one here. It's uh, March 25th through 27th. Uh, these are obviously all 2022. Uh, that's going to be in Orlando at the Orange County Convention Center. Uh, your next one in uh, Canada is going to be uh, May 27th through the 29th. That's at the Vancouver uh, Convention Center in Vancouver, British Columbia. And then the last one is June 17th through the 19th. And that is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin uh, at the Wisconsin Center. So I don't see what the Wisconsin one is going to be like the closest one for you. Right. Wildcat? Well, well, yes, but I would probably prefer the Orlando one to be honest. Yeah. Cause then you could come down here and we can have, we'll go walk around the convention center and promote the show. <laughs> yeah. Why now, Dino, I, why Dino plays. <laughs> and one thing that's really important to note here, we mentioned this before, unlike Sylph and other competitive parts, we're going, there's real prizes to win at these tournaments. So if you yeah. place first in regionals, not only are you getting an invite to world championship, they're going to pay your travel to go to London. That's so awesome. if you go to one of those three sites and win your region, you're getting a free all expensive pay trip to London to compete. Who would, who would ever thought that you would get paid to go to London for Pogo? You know, like that just, that alone just blows my mind. So that's, I, I think that's like encouraging. That's awesome. <laughs> so Dino, uh, I'm just putting it out here. If you go to London, I'm your plus one. Just, just saying, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> uh, so, we'll see. You got, you got to bribe me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so we got, so that was, that came out. Uh, we got the, the first edition of the uh, dev diaries. Uh, I'm going to put a link to the video in it, um, but they went over how they choose community days. I didn't get a chance to f- watch the entire thing. Um, so I don't know how in depth or if it was even worth watching. Uh, did e- any of you watch it? Yes. So first off, let me ask you something. If I asked you to define a de- define developer, what would you say? Who, who is a developer of a company? You're in technology, Astro. Come on. Who's a developer? I mean, our developers are the ones that are writing the programs and building the software to make things run. So your marketing team is not part of your developer team? No, because that's it's in the name, marketing. <laughs> well, our first dev diary came from marketing at Pokemon Go. I thought that was funny, too. <laughs> With that being said, it's a good first step. It is still more transparency than we've ever had about Niantic. And one of the things that the guys over on PGR was talking about was hearing them talk about game design when they were talking about trying to keep moves balanced, whether that's PVP or PVE, is the first time I've heard Niantic ever talk about game design. That was exciting. So it was very superficial. It felt very stale because it was so scripted because it came from marketing the kingdom of script. But overall, I think it was okay. What what did you think of it, Dino? I actually thought the same thing. Um, I actually 
kind of like the, I don't know if you know who the Michael is. Um, he's he's one of the guys that actually plays PvP. Um, and I actually kind of like liked that it came from him because he is like of the PvP uh uh like side of things. So I kind of liked it in that perspective. I know people are I'm sure still complaining about it just because you know you mentioned that it was marketing versus an actual like developer talking about these things. Um uh, I found it that some of the things were you know interesting to know how they came upon community day. Uh and I actually kind of like it. You know, I, I you know some people complain like oh why are they doing, you know, why are they picking this one? And he actually, in that video, if you watch it, you'll see why they actually pick certain Pokemons the way they do. Well, not necessarily specifically, but you can you can get an idea of how it does it. It's a start, like uh, Wildcat uh, mentioned. And actually, I, I know that's just going to keep improving, like, the, for the next one. Yeah. I mean, just from, you know, when it popped up and I looked at it, it looked like they, like, took their time and, like, edited it and, like, it looks like professional. It doesn't look like they just like had a zoom meeting and, and threw it up on <laughs> their website or something. And that to me is part of the good and the bad of it because it was so edited. It, it come off almost too sterile, too corporate, especially when you think of developers. Yeah. Developers are not that kind of personality. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're a very weird. It'd be very boring actually. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it. Cause they'd go into like the details of things and you'll be like, I don't need to know that. <laughs> uh, one thing I found really interesting, and this is something they've mentioned before, but to hear them come out and explain that their overall goal is to make sure Pokemon Go is not just a game for the next five years, but to be, quote unquote, a forever game. Yeah. That really drives home the reason everyone talks about all the time about repeat shinies. At a certain point, there's only X number of base form Pokemon that you can release to shiny for, especially if you, you know, you're going by the criteria. It has to be able to evolve. It has to be able, it hasn't been shiny yet. We're already quickly running out of Pokemon that have, that can evolve and haven't been shiny. By the time you remove all the mythicals, remove all the evolutions, there's not a, there is still a lot to choose from, but there's not, if you look at the next five years of Pokemon go, because each new generation of Pokemon they're adding fewer and fewer and fewer new Pokemon because yeah, Pokemon company in general says we want to keep the Pokedex more slim and we don't want to get to an unmanageable 3000 Pokemon. We want to keep things more curated. That's why you see a lot more regional forms and things of that nature now. Yeah. I was going to say that the same thing, adding to that uh, kind of why you see like another Charmander uh, community where they give them a different move instead of uh blast burn, and why they even had uh, Dragonite uh, in that, you know, option where you had to pick. I don't know if you guys remember where you had to pick Dragon. I think it was Dragonite. Yeah. And I forgot the other two, like Porygon and stuff like that. Um, why they're kind of like trying to do repeats. And that way it kind of prolongs the community day, basically. Because like he mentioned, Wildcat Dad mentioned, uh, that if we do it how everybody wants it, we'll just run out of Pokemon so quick. Yeah. Yeah, there's only so many that they could put out, you know, they got to be able to stretch out what's left. Um, I think they went pretty heavy, like, at first, and then went, oh, shit, let's back up a little bit. Um, Because right now, what, you've got Kalos, they got to finish Kalos, and then uh, Aloha, Aloha, is it Aloha? Alola, Alola. Alola, and then 
Galler. I think that's it, right? That's it. So, and if we're lucky in 2022, we get Gen Nine. But I still think because of the situation in the world, Gen Nine is actually probably 2023. Yeah, it'd be weird to have go a year without another Pokemon like season. Yeah, we've like been <laughs> spoiled. <laughs> yeah, but you get Legends Arceus technically in 2022. So yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. Oh, so, speaking of, did you see another new regional form for Legends Arceus? No, I did not. A normal yeah, ghost Zara Aura. Hmm. It'll be the first ever the normal first. ghost. So yep. when the time comes, we will geek out on that really hard. Hmm. Interesting. Now we just need a fighting fairy. Or no, not fighting fairy. Yeah, fighting fairy, right? That's one. There's a lot that we haven't had types yet. Dark fairy. Sir, Grimmsnarl would like to have a talk with you again. <laughs> we don't have it in the game. It's not in the game. Not in the Pokemon Go. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right, so there's that. Now, they came out with the November news. Um, lots of stuff. This It's a lots of stuff. So just kind of blow through it. Month, uh, Your monthly research... Uh, the was research breakthrough is Volibee, which is awesome for those people Ooh, who don't do a lot of rocket uh, encounters and don't really hatch a lot of eggs. Here's your chance to get a Volibee that you can eventually evolve into a Mandibuzz. And honestly, like regardless of the P like the IVs, like Mandibuzz is just, it's good to have, um, I, I, I think mine's like terrible IVs and it still does work. Mine is a hatch that I hatched the first day it was available. I won BTW and just swept a seven round 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 robin with it. And it was heavily used. Yeah. What, see, I mean, you don't necessarily have to have like ideal IVs, which I mentioned before with like uh, all accounts that I use. Like I've gone to legend with not even a single one that has ideal uh, PVP IVs. Not saying it's not important. It does make a difference, but uh, it's not like the end of the world if you don't have it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, they're going to continue the weekly one coin bundles, uh, which is, it's been, it's fun. It's nice. It's, oh, it gives you a free remote raid pass every week. So that's, that's always fun. Um, right now, as far as raid bosses, we've got uh, Darkrai and... That runs until what the fifth of November? Correct. Yep. Uh, so we'll have a raid hour this this week and next week on it. Two more raid hours. We get to sleep through. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's that, and then on the fifth through the sixteenth, the Swords of Justice are going to come back uh, with Sacred Sword. Is that new for them? That is no. new for them, and is it's it? going to be meta breaking for the Master League. Hmm. Wait, I, I, okay, I'm like, I guess I, I thought that there came at least with one of them that had that. I think I one guess, of them, the Cavalion, I believe, yeah. will be actually yeah. Yeah, be considered meta breaking for because it will actually beat both. Was it Cavalion or Terrakion? One or the other. Yeah, I think it's Cavalion. Beats both Dialga and. Kyogre. Hmm. It has to be. Wait, no, no. Ter- Terrakian is the one that's grass, right? No, that's not that. Oh, crap. 
Oh no! Um, yeah, now Cabalion oh, already has Sacred Sword, so yeah, it's the yeah. grass one. Um, yeah. What is Terrakion? No, that's no, the Viz- rock one. Vizia- no, no. Viz- Verizon. Oh, Verizon. Yeah, Verizon. Verizon. Oh, horrible with names. <laughs> Verizon. <laughs> I don't say Verizon. Yeah, I did say Verizon. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> so Verizon oh. will actually be meta breaking. Hmm. So it's 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 one to possibly target. Yeah. It's got, um, it's fast move is quick attack, right? Or does he have a different fast attack? No, it's a quick attack or Zen headbutt. So yeah, quick attack. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. It's it not has good, leaf blade. It, yeah, leaf blade, sacred sword combo. What? Yeah, that's 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 good. Even if it does have, I mean, I think I forgot there was an argument about uh, quick attack uh, not actually being as bad as we think it is. It generates uh, and, a lot of energy. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Like it, what is it? Kind of like a, it barely does any damage, but who cares? You just need it for, for energy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like I've used it with, like I said on on my Pikachu, and I was like, wow, this thing actually like charges up pretty quick. So yeah, so Verizian already beats Kyogre today. It also already beats Melmetal, Groudon, Yvetel, and Zarud. And by picking up Sacred Sword, it moves Dialga from a loss over to the win column. So one, okay. two, oh, three, wow. four, five, like six meta top meta Pokemon get beat because of one move change. Dude, okay, this 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 is what exactly what we're talking about. Like how we always preach: keep these Pokemon because one move can make them meta relevant. You're never gonna know. And, you never, you never know. Like this is this is P- BTW. You never yeah. know. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like the Mister Mime, like buff, <laughs> just because. Just keep I waiting. Wanna, just I want to be waiting. able to like how. I mean, honestly, like if you were sitting there and op- like playing Open Great League, and all of a sudden, Mister Mime comes out and is just like throwing his hands up in your face and then hitting you with something. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna lie though. I, I I actually was happy when I was able to use Kingler. So yeah, I I get your I get your point. yeah. It's just <laughs> it's it's a fun. It's just I like seeing like the fun like Pokemon that comes out. Like Kafagrigus, I love seeing even if it beats me. I like seeing it just because the arms are like flapping all over the place and uh, it's it's just fun to look at. So. <laughs> Uh, so that's going to be then, and then the 16th through November 16th through December 1st, Cresselia will be back in raids. Um, raid hours are going to be the 17th and the 24th. Uh, so this will be Ultra League eligible? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the unfortunate part, you're not getting grass on. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the only thing. I mean, it would be nice because I don't think I have a, a second move on one of mine and my, my grass not one. So I think this is good for me, like people that need candy for mm-hmm. it. And it's a good shiny. If you don't have that purple that shiny, I have a 98% purple shiny. Hmm. So lucky. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I actually caught it technically, quote unquote, at GoFest, if you count the airport waiting on my flight home as GoFest. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so s- there's Megas. Uh, what do we got? Uh, Absol, Manetric, and Lopunny. Meh. <laughs> I didn't... I thought I yeah, was going to do an Absol, <laughs> and I just was like, man, I'd rather use my pass somewhere else. 
I've done I three, I think, everything just else. enough to get the candy to do it one of Mega Evolve it one time. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Until these things become like something you can use outside of like what rocket battles is the only thing and gyms. Rating. 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 Yeah. Just rating. So um, but you can They're only good use one. to Mega on community days and and hours like that to get extra candy. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. extra candy, spotlight hours for November. Um, um, November 2nd is Cacnea. I said it right. All right. You said it right. Go. Good job. Good job. Uh, with two <laughs> times catch candy. Uh, the ninth is Chin Chow, uh, with two times transfer candy. November 16th, Turtwig with two times catch dust. November 23rd, Chimchar, two times catch XP, and November 30th, Piplup, two times catch candy. Four viable PvP Pokemon in the month of November. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that like a lot of them are very, you know, viable. And actually, I'm, I'm kind of hoping one day that Infernape actually is, could be viable too. It's a cool Pokemon I've yeah. always wanted to use. <laughs> the shiny is actually really cool looking too. It's like yeah, pink no, and yellow sure. and white, I think. I actually I actually think that this is yeah, I think I mentioned this like I don't know like how many episodes ago, but I, when Chimchar first came out, uh I was I was told that there was a a hundo in uh FAU and I left work to go get it and sure enough I got it and I couldn't wait, so I evolved it immediately. <laughs> Cheater. Yep. <laughs> just, just go just go <laughs> um again like i hate that they do the starters for the two times catch dust because the catch rate outside of a community day is like what it's a lot higher than most other pokemon so that means like I, I get it. my gotcha is gonna like just waste balls it's not gonna catch it's <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah at least uh, all but Cacnea are shiny eligible as well. I need a Ultra League Empoleon. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, overall, I you think this is a pretty good month compared to what we've had in the past. Yeah. For is, those that um, don't have a good lantern, get a good lantern. I was going to say, yeah. Lantern is I, a awesome me- meta breaker. Yeah. I was going to say that. Also, I've, I've seen a couple, I think maybe I've seen like two lanterns in ultra league if for those like trying mm. to try something like spicy yeah wow yeah how much exactly. does that thing have that's uh, so what i i was like someone actually said it wasn't as good as you would think but it's it's very very something you wouldn't expect hmm. is um what is it tor torterra is that still something in ultra league i know it wasn't anything in great league really but it had like a time in ultra league where it was- it's it's nice that it has the sand tomb, uh, but it's uh, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's the not definition good. of a stealth Pokemon. It can be really good in a very limited meta. Okay, but it's not an open league. You're if you're, oh, you're looking open league, you're looking Chinchow and Piplup. Mm-hmm. Turtwick and Chimchar can be closed meta Pokemon. Okay, all right. Um, and then they announced the community day for November and I didn't hear any negative feedback. I think maybe just like shiny hunters and raiders 
maybe the shiny. Yeah, there was a lot of complaints that. Yeah, there was a lot of complaints from non-PVP players that sh- how how uh, exclusive Shinx was. Uh, now it's just like a. I mean, I had whatever. three already. How exclusive was it really? Uh, apparently, it was. I don't know. I, don't I think know. I have two, and I'm not such a grinder, so that says a lot. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> I, I actually got kind of sick of patching Shinx because of it. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I mean, until November 21st, the only way you can get it is. Either when it's in raids or you hatch it, right? Yeah. So now this brings up a good question. We mentioned hatching and things of that nature. Do you think once a Pokemon is featured as part of Community Day, it should be removed from the 10k egg pool? Oh, for sure. Yes, but it's not going. I know. To. Just thinking about that because <laughs> yeah. how bad is it going to feel to hatch a sheep after Community Day? I I agree. They should, they should be removed, yeah. like for sure. But like, it sucks that they don't. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I hope for when I, with my 10 K's is, um, Dino and, uh, Noibat. I finally I'm, have a Noibat. <laughs> I was going to say like, how happy do you guys get whenever you guys get a Noibat from GBL? Oh yeah. Like, Astro, how happy do you get? Do you get one of those yet? No, I don't. <laughs> but I get them from eggs and I catch them apparently around my house a lot. I've, I've only gotten two from GBL. Huh. I think I've gotten like five. I've gotten 55 so. Darkrai that take 96 balls a piece to catch. <laughs> I'm so like, I'm like this very, very close to writing a big blog post and tagging Niantic to please, if you're going to give us a guaranteed encounter, just let us catch it on the first ball. Stop making me waste so much of my resources on something that I don't really want to begin with. New moves are exciting. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, yeah. move on. <laughs> Everyone, you guys, if you guys are on my side, let me know. Cause Oh, I, I fully am, but I, I don't want to rage too much tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so November 21st, Shinx is our community day, and it will get when you evolve it all the way to Luxray, uh, it will get Psychic Fang. And I believe this is a new move to the game, too. Like, it this is. is not... Okay. Um, and we have stats on it. Well, we have damage stats on it. We don't have energy cost yet. Okay. Is it looking like the rest of the Fangs? 40 power and a guaranteed lowering defense. So, what's, so depending what's upon the energy fang? cost, I think Poison Fang may be about the same as well. Okay. So, so it's depending probably... upon the energy cost, it could be decent. Okay. I would hope it would be very similar to Poison Fang. Hmm. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. This isn't making Luxury viable. It still doesn't hmm. make it viable. No. Even in Not like Ultra? Nope. Hmm. Mono electric types don't have a lot of viability unless you're running Volt Switch. And not even Avros has that much. You barely even see it now. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks because it's moves. It's got a decent move set, right? It runs. It's got Snarl already. And then what's the what is the electric ones that it's got? Wild Charge and Crunch. I mean, it's got these in moves. Is it, it just it's it just super get squishy? Well, it just it, it's squishy. 
in Ultra League. Now, keep in mind, this is in Ultra League. Its defense is 126. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I just looked it up. Uh, so Poison Fang is 40 damage with 100% chance of a minus one uh, debuff, defense debuff on your opponent. So it's probably going to be that. So what, 35 energy? Um, so it'll probably be just a clone of that, I think. It makes it a viable move. The question becomes is, who do you want to get it? There's Pokemon like Arcanine that can get it. Mew could get it. Hmm. Espeon. Mawile. This could make Mawile more viable. Hmm. It would give it a another f- faster move to get to. Oh, God. Wait for it. Greedunt. No way. Greedunt already can learn it in the main stupid. series. As well as Zacian and Zamazenta. Okay. So it gives it... It's not exciting for Luxray, but it's exciting... Oh, Steelix. Huh. That is It's exciting for random. the... Oh, Herodactyl. <laughs> okay, okay. You just keep getting more <laughs> random. <laughs> so it's excited for the future chance. Hmm. Interesting. The one that stuck out to me that you said there was Arcanine. Arcanine has like the weirdest moves for a fire. Like, what is it? It's Snarl. It either for fast moves, you can do Snarl, Fire Fang, Thunder Fang. And then I think what Bite was is a TM move. Um, And then Charge moves, Wild Charge, Flamethrower, Crunch, Bulldoze, and Fire Blast. And then you're going to add Psychic fang or whatever like it's good like the most but here's the problems nyanic will never do that for us i don't know maybe there's so many pokemon <laughs> that would actually no. benefit so much from this move and what's going to end up getting it is things like manetric <laughs> stoutland stoutland <laughs> uh, most likely uh, yeah <laughs> So funny story, I was, uh, when, after my match with Amanda, I was talking and we were just talking about stupid, like, power-up things, and I I told her about, sometimes, like, when I drink, I decide to play Pokemon, but then I also do, like, things that I shouldn't do. It's kind of like a drunk dial, (laughs) but it's a drunk (laughs) power-up. And I powered up a Stoutland, second moved it for Ultra League. <laughs> and I don't know why. No idea why. I, I, I have so many questions. But no idea. Can't even I, I have no <laughs> idea. I think I looked at it and was like, oh, Lick Wild Charge Crunch. That's fun. I don't know. You know, it, that's that's crazy. Like whenever that happens, I feel like Pokemon Go is the last thing I go on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys was listening um, to PGR last, but they had um, Kentucky Nick on, who's a he's a streamer, does pretty good PvP. But apparently, he had a um, bourbon fueled tank last weekend by accident. Mm. So got all, got got really liquored up, three glasses in, and decided to hit the, hit the GBL. And just got tilted and kept going. And oh, it was hearing him describe that story was hilarious. So this is a lesson lesson, kids. Don't drink in GBL. 
<laughs> don't drink and pogo. Am I the only <laughs> one here though that thinks the quarter hash distance bonus is amazing? I can cannot wait. I think it's fun because with your quarter hatch, you still get what's the the stardust on on the hatches. Uh, I think a twelve k can get you up to almost ten thousand a hatch. Yeah, with a star piece. So, say start saving your your red eggs for this thing. Then throw them all in incubators with a a star piece right around the time it's about to hatch, and could give you some a good chunk of stardust there. So I think that's that's fun. I I have they done that? They've done quarter hatch already before, right? Yeah, they, it's one of my favorite bonuses actually. Outside of three times catch stardust, I'm just really frustrated with the date of this community day though. Why is it always on the same weekend that the main series game launches? Yeah. No, wait. The main series is comes really? out on the 19th. 19th. The 21st? Is that yeah. weekend? Uh. <laughs> maybe I that's am angry maybe, about that. Maybe that's why they made it Shanks. It makes sense <laughs> from it being a, a Sinnoh Pokemon, but yeah. still. Yeah. Why do they always put everything? And I guarantee you also get some event in Sword and Shield that weekend as well, because that's just what they do. Probably. Yeah. And then, there's uh, new bonuses this time. Yeah, I saw that. So there's three times transfer candy and four times chance of candy XL when you're transferring. Four times? What? Okay, that's definitely new. Not for candy, okay. but four times the chance of getting right, it. Right, yeah, for, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a lot better yeah. <laughs> than any other time, so that's awesome. Hmm. I am pumped for that. So all those legends that you have right now that you're getting from GBL, just leave them in the bag and select all and make them go away. Hmm. That That is amazing actually i'm gonna get some you you have a really good chance of getting a lot of candy for yeah this, so. and it doesn't cost as much as if you were trying to trade for the xl candy yeah especially for legends if you're doing trading to get that one xl candy that gets expensive hmm. yeah it does i guess they're trying to make it up of like of not such an exciting type of uh community day with this which you know, if it's not so much for the Pokemon, it's more for the bonuses that you have. Yeah. Um. So speaking of events that are coming up, so we've got um, we've got one coming up. It starts on the first, so that's the one we're going to talk about. So I'll say that one for last. Um, November fifth. Uh, you've got Festival of Lights. Uh, that runs through the fourteenth. Um. It just says it's a time to celebrate light overcoming darkness with an all new event. So basically it's like their transition out of like Halloween and, and that into like Christmas time, I guess. Rocket. Rocket. No. You think? <laughs> He's like, no, not they possible. Pro- they promised us a rocket event every season to be able to team away frustration. We have yet to have <sighs> I think it's going to be in November, but I have a feeling it's going to be towards the end in this like question marked re- event. Okay, I'm going to put on a tinfoil hat for you. Ready? Uh-huh. Festival of Lights is a rocket event. They're going to start giving a bonus for purified Pokemon in, hmm. the, in GBL. So just like we have a shadow bonus, 
you'll get a purified bonus as well. Hmm. That actually makes sense. <laughs> Considering like what you said, celebrate light overcoming darkness. Okay. I mean, we can, I mean, that, that makes yeah, sense. <laughs> I see that. Okay. Um, speaking of, uh, the main series games coming out and events happening around that, uh, brilliant diamond and shining pearl celebration event celebrate the launch of pokemon's brilliant diamond and pokemon's shining pearl with a special event that starts november 16th through november 21st that's all that says i'm excited for the the games coming are you guys picking up bdsp at all yeah i'll probably get diamond because that's what that's uh dialga right I'm still thinking about it, but if I do, I'll probably get uh, Diamond as well. Yeah. I shouldn't admit that I'll probably buy the double pack, right? <sighs> so this is so funny thing that you, you brought that up. I had this conversation with my wife because so this game and then um, this game comes out. Actually, I think most of the Pokemon games have come out uh, in November, right around my birthday. So like Last year, I got... Was it last year Sword and Shield came out? It was two years two ago. Two years now. ago, I got Sword and Shield for my birthday. So this year, I was like, oh, I'm going to get one of these. So we're looking, you know, when it comes out. And she's like, $120 for a video game? And I was like, oh, that's the double pack. And she's like, oh, so it's like two games? Like two different games? And I'm like, no. No, 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 no. It's the exact same game. Both cartridges are the exact same game. Just one has exclusive Pokemon to this one, and the other one has exclusive Pokemon to that one. And she goes, yeah, you're not getting that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that's how they get you, man. Like, they've done it since the beginning, and no one, like, calls them out. (laughs) Like, everyone's just like, oh, okay. It's actually kind of the reason Legends Arceus is so exciting. Because that is going to be a true single-player experience with one game yeah. that they're dumping all of their development time into a single project. Yeah. Which, hmm. keep in mind, BDSP is not being a Game Freak-developed game this time. So they literally have all of their resources pointed at Legends Arceus right now. Nice. That's cool. Um, I haven't played Sword and Shield since like it first came out and I beat it. Um. But can you can you trade like cross plot? Like, could I trade something to you from like Florida to Kentucky? Yeah, using online, and I I totally so wait, don't they actively can, have it launched right now. So wait, in on the Nintendo Switch, you can trade from Florida to Kentucky, but in Pokemon Go, I can't trade from. Coral Springs to West Palm Beach, which is like a 30-minute drive. (laughs) Correct. Keep in mind, you also, with Pokemon Home, have this thing called the Wonder Trade, where you just send out Pokemon randomly and get back Pokemon randomly. Huh. Could you imagine how cool Wonder Trade would be in Pokemon Go? Look at all this trading that could be done all around the world, yet we're not allowed to. (laughs) 
It's ridiculous. That is that's yeah, it's ridiculous. That's such, uh, BS, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we just have to suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it says November twenty sixth through the twenty ninth. There's going to be, I guess, another event where you'll get to complete the misunderstood mischief research. Um, I think. Yep. Are we completing it, or is it just they're unlocking another part of it? Because they said really... if you un- if you complete it, you get a new special story. Oh God, I can't. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I, I I I'm gonna be honest. Like I hate this. Like I absolutely hate <laughs> this. It is so obnoxious. Like I just want to get through it and get it off my list. It's a great idea, but poorly executed. Yeah, having it like to always. where it's gated each time, and you just get these steps in the middle. The professor's gone to look into something else, and you wait for another three weeks before you. St- that sucks. Yeah, and I can't tell you what happened day one of this research at this point. Yeah, and I like to read the the things. Like I used to never read them until like I was listening to PGR and they were talking about like the storylines and stuff like that. And I was like, "Huh, I've never read one of those. I normally just tap through it." And it's actually sometimes they're pretty funny. Like <laughs> like some of them are like they put some thought into these storylines. So uh, this one, I, I forget what it, even what it's about. Like, I know it's Hoopa, but I have no idea what's Hoopa's going on. Hoopa's tormenting Professor Willow. That's about all I remember. Yeah. There was like a thing I saw, like he's like Hoopa stole his glasses. And I'm like, wait, when was that? Where did that? What's it's just like, uh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done Great idea. This. Poor execution. Yeah. So the one event that is um, going to happen, and it's only two days, uh, it's November 1st and November 2nd, and it's Dia de Muertes. Muertos. Muertos. Can you help this man out? Say it. Dia de Muertos. There you go. I can't roll my R's. I'm a Hispanic that cannot roll his R's (laughs) whatsoever. (laughs) I can tell. (laughs) And then, yeah, it says Celebración de Otro Mundo. There you go. And that means for all of our non-Hispanic people? Uh, celebration of the other world. Or another world, however you want to pr- uh, translate yeah. it. So uh, if you watched Coco, it's Coco. <laughs> I, I like that yeah, movie. It's, it's awesome such movie. a good movie. It Great is. songs. They actually... I don't know if you noticed, uh, Phil, 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 our magic just added a Coco scene at Disney hmm. world. And I'm really no, excited to rewatch Phil, our magic now to see that. Cause I love that movie. Hmm. That's dope. like, even the, like on the blog post, like the, the little picture with like Sableye jump in there. Like it's got that Coco vibe to it. So that's fun. I also love in the blog post, they actually explained what the holiday is because in America, I think most of us know, the holiday because we have such a close relationship with Mexico, which is where it's primarily celebrated. Mm-hmm. But throughout the rest of the world, they really don't. So I know last year this event was Mexico only. Yeah, which is kind of nice that they have it kind of not necessarily just like kind of also for everyone else, but kind of also to have a little backstory and learning something new. Yeah. So, so we actually want to read the little paragraph they have. I like it. I think it's Go educational. Ahead. Go ahead, educate us. Oh, God, you make me want to read? No, this is bad. There you go. Go for it. In ancient Aztec tradition, it was said that the spirits of our loved ones never go away, but simply travel to a different world. And during a special time each year, they would return to our world. Ever since people 
that so ever since people that celebrate Dia de los Muertos get ready for the occasion, setting the table with their favorite dishes of their ancestors, covering the streets with petals of the Kimpushali. Is that right, Dina? I, I actually never heard of that word in no. my life. <laughs> okay, I don't know that one either. Flower. And lighting candles <laughs> and incense to enjoy a joyful celebration full of color, music, flowers, and flavors. Good job, Nianic. Don't yeah. just take the cultural item and use it. Actually explain why it matters. Yeah. So uh, this event is – it's it's – I like it. It's it's cool. It's got some good spawns and stuff. Uh, so it's going to start November 1st at 10 a.m. And it will end the next day, November 2nd at 8 p.m. And that's your local time. Um, so your event bonuses are lure modules will last 90 minutes, 90 minute incense, two times catch stardust, which is always fun. Um, and the thing that I like is... Like Wildcat had mentioned last year, it was just in Mexico. Um, now they're opening it up, but they're still giving like in Latin America and the Caribbean, they're getting extra bonuses on top of that. Um, so they'll get, uh, what is it? Plus one bonus. So they'll get extra candy for transferring. Uh, featured event Pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild. Feature event Pokemon would be more attracted to the incense. So they're just going to get like probably double the the rate, like the spawn rate that everybody else is getting. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. Completely. Like that's, that's awesome. Like we're going to tell everybody else about other cultures and stuff, but we're not going to like take away their, I guess, like exclusivity of it. So that's cool. I like that. Um, there's going to be a collection challenge. Uh, it says, uh, complete the collection challenge by the end of the event to counter a Sheninja and receive a Poffin and an Incent. Sheninja is awesome. Uh, <laughs> the, Can't use the it, but best it's awesome. 10 CP <laughs> Pokemon ever. <laughs> or HP, 10 HP. I was trying to explain that to my kids because, uh, my seven-year-old got one. He like completed a task and he got it. And he's like, Oh daddy, look, this one is almost perfect. Cause it was like a 15, 15, 14. It's like, should I power it up? But I'm like, no, no. He's like, why? I was like, cause no matter how high your CP is, it's still only going to be 10 HP. And they're like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's technically dead. <laughs> pokemon it's just <laughs> floating skin never made sense yeah, to me a, but i it's just a novelty um and then also and we had a discussion about this before we started recording monday november 1st also from 12 a.m to eleven fifty nine p.m of your local time is go battle day with four times catch Stardust for win win rewards, and the Halloween Cup will be available. Ultra League and Ultra League Premier Classic. Yes, okay. It's lots lots of words in that name. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were kind of talking about it being on a Monday, and like it being like, man, that sucks. It's on a Monday. 
until Wildcat made a good point that not everybody works a Monday through Friday, like nine to five job. And sometimes people right. work on Saturdays and they're like, fuck another one of these things on a Saturday when I have to go work. And so I get it. It sucks, <laughs> but I get it. I'll try and like throw a couple matches in like on lunch or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of like it that this event like gets a lot of Stardust possible like chances, you know, with the two times and then the four times. So, uh, I'm not. I think I'm working from home that day. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Wildcat, why don't you tell us what's going to be uh, spawning in the wild during this event? Yeah, so wild spawns are pretty good in my opinion. So you've got Cubone, nice little skull on your its head makes a lot of sense thematically. Sunkern, we talked about the laying down flowers. Once again, thematically awesome. Murkrow, Houndour, Sableye, so there's your dark Pokemon. Roselia, back to the flowers. If you're lucky, you could get a Sunflora, which means, hey, that's a second stage 300 dust times two 600 dust per catch. Drifloon, mm-hmm. praise the murder balloon. Uh, and your mask. So lots of shiny. Everything is shiny eligible except some flora. Yeah. So, and this is all in the wild. Uh, on incense, you're going to get the exact same thing, except you're going to drop um, some flora down to just a standard spawn list. And you're going to add a lowland Marowak to the rare counters. That would be nice. So if you do not have a good... PVP IV Alola Marowak, here's your chance. Hmm. Oh, and also you're not getting Roselia or yeah, Roselia on incense. Which is funny how we mentioned about Alola Marowak earlier too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you uh, also get frilled research task. Yeah. Cubone, Sunkern, Roselia, and Alola Marowak as well. So I think it's awesome. Do you Dino, do you want to talk about the free stuff you're gonna get for the event? Yeah, so in the free stuff, um, you're going to get a free event box that contains 20 Pokeballs and an incense and a free Dia de Muertos t-shirt avatar item, which I actually kind of look like. I like it. I like that shirt, actually. I love that shirt. (laughs) That's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, We got a spotlight hour during this, too. Uh, That's the uh, Cacnea. The cactus Pokemon uh, that evolves into what's the name of the Cacturn? It's a Cacturn, which is such a cool fucking Pokemon, and it sucks so bad. I hate it. <laughs> I hate but it. keep in mind that Spotlight Hour is not only going to be two times Catch Candy because the event; it's also two, two times, times Dust. Catch Stardust. Yeah. So. Ooh. Double the yep. bonus. So you're going to get, and I'm pretty sure if you're dropping a lure, if you go to like where you're by a Pokestop, dropping a lure will attract the um, event Pokemon, and then your Incent will attract the Cacturn, right? They've done funky things with it in the past during special events, so I wouldn't count on that. Okay. You may be getting double event spawns at that point. Uh, I don't remember what there was a incense event going on during one of the days that it cut out the entire spotlight hour for those that couldn't play 
on the go. So I'm not certain there. We'll have to wait for our friends in New Zealand to tell us. Yeah. With those things, that's when I open up my um my mystery box or whatever, the Meltem box. Yeah, that's when I'll I'll open it and then I'll save it and save them until uh the two times transfer candy. So the next week. Here's your ten thousand IQ play, Astro. Open up your Meltem box today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It'll be refreshed for this event. Save all those Meltan for community today and get a four times chance of XL candy. Ooh. Okay. That makes sense. You probably have to give nine more money to expand your bag to do that, but I, I really need to get that freaking app on, on my phone <laughs> instead of using the switch. It's, just, it's so easy. You just download I it. No, I just, I just never, I just never, like, I always go like, yeah, I'm going to download it. And I forget. I, like, I, start doing I something forget else. that I can transfer it sometimes. And I'm like, oh, wait, I can transfer this. So that's, I've started actually transferring a lot of my, like, duplicate shinies over there. So that I can free up some space. Now, are, are you a paid home member Astro or not? Are you going for the free account still? Uh, I think I have the free one. Okay. Yeah. It's, I actually have the pay cause I have all of, I'm, I'm working on a living main series decks inside. Oh, of okay. It. Well, that makes and sense. A living shiny main series decks. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. Cause I think like with mine, like I transfer one shiny and it's like done. Well, not only that, you only get a hundred storage spots. Yeah. Versus, I think I get ten thousand. Huh. Yeah. So I'll just yeah just transfer them to your account. <laughs> <laughs> I won't complain. Uh, but I'll get the I'll get the prize. I I don't have to forget anymore. I just download. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So that is yeah. So that's it for news. Did I miss anything? I think that's it. Yeah, got everything, right? No, that's it. All right. So then let's go ahead and go over to our GBL section. Fight. All right. So... Uh, it's been, I think like a, it's been like a up week for, I think almost everyone in the server. I know at least for us, we've all had pretty decent weeks as far as, um, yeah. As GBL goes. Wait, wait. So do you guys want to hear the story about Marowak? Okay. Okay. So, uh, the reason why I bring this up is because you know how basically the tree has been everywhere, right? Yeah. You you okay? So it doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make sense for me to even bring up Marowak because you still think that it loses to it, you know. But the thing is, on top of that, I used to run a team, probably like in season three or four, that I used to love Shiftry. Hmm. If you think about it, Shiftry versus the tree, Tre- uh, Trevenant. I absolutely love seeing it. And on top of that, I paired up with Aloe and Marowak in the back. Hmm. And then I brought back, uh, of course, you know, I had to be a little bit basic. I, I had Azu in the back. But uh, point is, I actually used it on my uh, my alt account. And I think it went up like 150 points. 
hmm. uh, yesterday with it. Hmm. Yeah. So one thing I do know, I think, and I, I'm, I'm calling it because of Halloween Cup and people bouncing back and forth and not changing at their teams. I am seeing more dark in GBL than I've ever seen in Open Great League. Drapion, Mandy a lot Buzz, of Drapion. Umbreon are all over the place right now. Drapion, uh, before it turned Ultra League, was everywhere. And even Open um, Great League. And I was just like, when, when when did this become a thing, you know? Yeah. I, and I was just like, it makes sense. I really think it's because of Halloween Cup and people just not taking time to change their teams and hitting the wrong button or something. Well, there's that. And also, I mean, Drapion's not a bad Pokemon. Like, we've used it in Sylph Cups, like, last season in one of the Sylph Cups or the two seasons ago. Um, So, like, I knew it was a good Pokemon and I had one built. So now people maybe who haven't played Sylph are now using it maybe for the first time ever. And they're like, oh, this is a really good Pokemon. Let me try it and open as well. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty annoying too with the crunch. Oh and my god. It actually gets the the debuff a lot more than you would think. And I, I even against even against like something like Toxic Rogue, which it actually resists crunch and sludge bomb if that's what they're running. Mm-hmm. It, it it still has a chance because of that debuff it gets sometimes. And it's it's just really annoying. But uh yeah, so like overall that team that I was using was Shiftry, Alone Marowak, and Azus because no, I did not see a single Alone Marowak. And when you did, it was like once a week. So it, it was fun to bring it back. That makes me want to bring my old team back with Drift Bloom, Medicham, Lantern, and just let you cry <laughs> at Lantern coming in and blowing away Marowak and Azu. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would just top left. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys are running in. Oh, Ultra Premier Classic? I started it up today. So I initially, when Greatly came back, for some ungodly reason, dropped like 400 points almost. Hmm. I went from 27 to 45 all the way down to 2250. Wow, that is a huge drop. Uh, I have since, in the last three days since the tree came out, Went from twenty two fifty. I'm back up to twenty four ninety. I want to say so. I'm right back at twenty five hundred with striking distance. Today alone, I went up one hundred and twenty points with Ultra League Premier Classic. So first off, if you guys have listened to the show, I think you realize how much I hate Ultra League. I would literally yeah. never play it. Yeah, and that was even before XL. Mm-hmm. I went up one hundred and twenty points today. <laughs> Why? Their murder tree. Yeah. The murder tree. This yeah. <laughs> tree is ridiculous in Premier Classic. Yeah. So um, it's so bad. Do you want to read what PV Poker yeah, to say about it? That's what I was gonna say. It's so bad. Like it's so broken right now that PV Poke just put this out. Ultra League and Ultra League Premier Classic start today. I'd love to show some top performers, but Treviant's arrival has just has just has chucked shadow balls and all my training data out the window. <laughs> that that is very true. The funny thing is, look, I didn't even see a single Trevenant like, <laughs> at all. So I actually built one. So I'm running Treviant, 
Typhlosion Swampert. Hmm. I originally it's was rough. pairing it with a Machamp, thinking because the last time I seen I, I seen Ultra League Premier Classic, you know what we used to be Ultra League Premier, Snorlax was everywhere, and one of the hard losses that Trevian has is Snorlax. It hmm. also loses to Obstagoon, so I was like, okay, I'll pair it with Machamp. It gives me two ways to hit hit pretty good back. I've seen zero Snorlax and one Obstagoon. So I quickly shifted based on what I was seeing and brought in Typhlosion to help out with that grass weakness that I had there. And you talk about a very annoying team. The only big problems I'm having now, there is a ton of double dragon and a ton of double double water. Or even worse, water, dragon, water, dragon. That's the team right there. That team is annoying. I think what I saw was, uh, what was it, Dragonite, Empoleon, Kingdra. I hate that That team with everything in me right now. My only hope is to catch one of them not thinking that I got to a Shadow Ball or thinking that I'm going to bait and throw a Shadow Ball and them go top left. Because that Shadow Ball takes a Dragonite down from full to 5%. One Shadow Ball and it gets through. That's crazy. And then three Shadow Claws later and it's gone. Hmm. Yeah, I actually saw, I think, I want to say like seven or eight Dragonites within 25, no, 20 battles. Uh, And I believe I actually did see about the same amount of Snorlax. So for me, it it was different. And this is uh, around my all, which is around like the 2700s. So maybe at that gap, like once you pass like that, uh, threshold of like the 2500 like it'll probably be like a different uh meta yeah one thing i'm shocked i'm not seeing because it used to dominate the ultra league premiere was i've yet to see a gal eight it was so popular <laughs> yeah i saw i think maybe four four of them tonight and it, it actually like i saw a lot of good like obstagoons as well i saw did, one obstagoon did our uh our boy gengar get the kobosh did he just get like wiped off with, with uh do you want to know the team i'm using are you using the um the swamperlax <laughs> gengar swampert no swampert. it's i have I, well swampert as cavalier gengar, as cavalier yeah. Yeah. that's that's the team yeah, i've been seeing that's a fair amount of as cavalier and i love to see it because it yeah, loses to every sure. bit of my team it just it, it it's awesome I, w- I wouldn't want to. Yeah, that that your team sounds annoying. I'm glad you're like far away from me. <laughs> Not for I, long. I haven't <laughs> ventured into Ultra League because I've been gaining in Halloween Cup, so I'm just staying where I'm gaining. Uh, but if I did, I would just run my the Snorlax Gengar Machamp team that I, that I've always been running. I, I actually. Um, Someone mentioned if the what was it the Kingdra Snorlax uh, core was still good for uh, Ultra Premier Classic, which you guys know my team that I got twenty five twenty six zero run with, right? Or you guys forgot already? No, I forgot. So, so tell, you forgot, if I forgot, you <laughs> then other people forgot too. I'm sure. Uh, so yeah, everyone knows Shadow Shadow Snorlax, uh, Kingdra, and Clefable. But since Clefable is XL. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to sub it with Sylveon. <laughs> so if considering, you know, for example, if you, if I were to run against uh, here Wildcat, I feel like, like I've seen a good amount of leads that Snorlax is still good against. Like, I haven't seen anybody try, you know, to run Umbreon at level 40. I haven't seen anyone run uh, G-Fisk at level 40. So, like, all these things that were an issue before, it's not so much of an issue for Shadow Snorlax as a lead. So, I, I'm going to try to see how it goes with that. Who knows, maybe I get another good run, get to Legend that way. But uh, I, I really I really want to try that team out and see how it goes without uh, Clefable. Because some people actually said, I actually don't know if it was Wildcat, but... They said that uh, Sylveon is uh, thicker or has more more defense. I forgot what it, it was exactly. It, because of it having Psy Shock, it can get off more charge moves. So I think it's okay. I think it's a good team. Actually, I really like that setup. Yeah, it's basically like having Clefable. I mean, the only difference is that you get Sylveon that has a faster charge move, which is a huge plus, uh, considering that. Any move that Clefable had, it really doesn't help it too much, like against like a steel, so it wouldn't really make a difference anyways if I had Shy uh Psy Shock or Meteor Mash. So I, I think it's uh about the same, if not better. So I'll give it a go, see how it goes. I think with how the meta is, I feel like everything is gonna be fairly easy to be with that team. And I barely I think I saw in one Kingdra the whole the whole night. Oh, I've seen at least out of twenty battles, I think I've seen twelve. Oh wow! Like it was that's all <laughs> over. Kingdra and Empoleon was all over the place. Oh, okay. See, that's that's another one. That's what I, I like. Because also, then now that I think about it, like any steel, like Empoleon, any other potential Pokemon's that are weak against fighting, Superpower would do a lot with. Because before, when I did Super uh, Superpower against like something like Umbreon or a G Fesco that are level fifty, it just wouldn't do so much. Yeah. So, Astro, I know you you said you were sticking with Halloween Cup, but I know. Even at the end of last week, Q times were getting bad. How, how How's your Q time <laughs> sitting in Halloween Cup now? I timed out. So I played a couple sets before we started to record, and I timed out two or three times waiting for someone. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you fell asleep. No, I probably should. I probably would have. <laughs> but no, it's it's bad. It's It's not. Yeah, it's bad. We'll see how it goes later tonight, because uh, I think I've got like two more sets to play. Um, but I don't think it's going to get any better, but good thing is less people playing, less chance. I'm going to get somebody who's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take it. Uh, cause let's see where, what I've gone. What is your team, by the way? <laughs> is it still the same? Like, I feel like well, I, you didn't. So mention. when I dropped like a ton, almost like wildcat did with, in Great League, I did that in the little cup, the little jungle cup. So I was down like high 1800s going into this thing. And I'm up to 23 something. You're, I think, almost 24. Yeah, almost 2400. Uh, thanks to Halloween Cup. And most of that was from Azu. Um, I was running Azu, Alolan. Uh, Alolan Muck and Golbat. That was my original team. Um, that, I mean, that's that's very good coverage overall. So that worked until I hit twenty two hundred, 
Uh, once I hit 2200, some jerk decided to come up with an idea of running an Umbreon, Toxicroak, Drapion team that was just everywhere. It was like every time I played, that team was popping up. Um, so I had to make a couple adjustments. And then the, like, the Nido Queen was just going all over the place. So that does Nido Queen, if I don't get it like locked up against Golbat, it kind of just wrecks everything. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. for sure. That that it gets to Earth Power so quick sometimes I lose count of the yeah. the fast moves that it yeah. does. So I switched and now at one point it was running Azu's been like the the staple in the lead. Um and I've liked it in the lead because for the most part a lot of people are running either Mandibuzz lead or um I see Mandibuzz and then uh another I can't remember what the other dark one is, but something where oh Umbreon. It's either I either see an Umbreon lead or uh a Mandibuzz lead, and they normally just, you know, switch right out when they see it's Azu. Uh but I ran that with Galvantula. So it was Azu, Galvantula, and then Mandibuzz for a little bit. And then literally I was telling you guys, like, just within two hours of play today, the meta like shifted like two times, like two or three times. Um, so I think right now, I think I'm still running it with Galvantula uh, and Mandibuzz. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. But how are, you, how are you handling Frostlass? So Frostlass has made a big appearance uh, the past, my last two sets, my two sets today. Um, it was there. I ended up having to try and figure out how to get Mandibuzz on it because even though it's running Powder Snow and Avalanche, as long as I have a decent amount of shield, I'm running my Mandibuzz with Snarl. So I can normally, if I'm not going to get them with a foul play, I'm going to get rid of all their shields. So I'm going to come out on top somewhere and then I'll just use like Azu to come in and just hit it with, because Frostlass isn't that bulky. So it's not, not it just amazes me as bulky as Mandy Buzz is how much that avalanche does. It does. It, it does. It hits. And actually I was going to say this when we were talking about Drapion. Uh, if you get hit with a unshielded sludge bomb from Drapion on a Mandibuzz, it does a good chunk. It takes a good chunk. It almost took like 50%. Yeah, that's actually a lot more than I thought it yeah. would do. <laughs> <laughs> I was, well, that's what I thought. I was just like, oh, I'll let it go. It's going to be Aqua Tail. And I was like, Sludge Bomb. And I'm like, oh, shit. Is Aqua Tail that, that, that um, common in Halloween Cup? Mm-mm. No. Okay. It's 100% uh, Sludge Bomb because of all the, the counter of the fairy stuff. Yeah. You're, it's oh, okay. Because. Before before the debuff that Crunch got, I believe it was Aquatel Sludge Bomb as the the default. I think it, it, it ran. I right? think he would still run that in like certain metas or in open, just to give it a little more coverage. But in this case, like you're definitely running Crunch and and Sludge Bomb on that. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, it's it's been fun. Uh, I'm either getting 
like I said, like that Drapion Umbreon combination, or uh, just people throwing out some random like shit. I think the last match I played, it was a Tenor Cruel uh, Quillfish team. Like the two, those two in the back? Uh, no, Quillfish lead, and then Tenor Cruel was in the back. And oh, surprisingly, Tenor Cruel like really took like it took down my Azu it no problem like i couldn't do anything to it po- poison jab acid spray is a deadly combination for a fairy yeah i hate that i, I hate it with a passion that's why i hate like needle queen like it's just so annoying with the, that debuff that it gets and then just the fast moves it just does a lot yeah oh spe- speaking of something i forgot to put in the notes but i wanted to ask you guys the player's choice is going on right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm the loser without a Twitter here. Cause you know, I don't want to be on Twitter. Did you guys vote? And what did you vote for? Ooh. And why is it retro cup? And if it's anything else, I don't want to hear your opinions. We as BTW are, our Twitter voted for retro cup. Unfortunately, from what I looked at this morning, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. <laughs> Wasn't it between like Little Cup and Kanto? Yeah, it's it's. Let me see. I'm gonna pull it back up because it was like super close um, between the two, and I think there's still two more days of voting. Uh, so let's see. Got here. Uh, so as of right now, you've got Little Cup at thirty point three percent, Kanto Cup at thirty point seven percent. Then Retro Cup comes in at 21%, and then Element Cup at 18 So, So, I, at this point, I'm hoping for Kanto Cup? Yes, please. Please. Because I don't <laughs> I want do Bronzor. Cup. <laughs> yeah. If, if it's Little Cup, like I'm just going to blow a bunch of Stardust and try and get a Master League team together. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because <laughs> where I just spin a bunch of Stardust, I can't set out those 14 days. Yeah, I need the three times dust because that's let's see that's where they get you, man. It's because they know that it, if it's something that you guys are not gonna be playing so much, then they just add a bonus and like, okay, you're gonna miss this or or what? Like, uh, you got you have no choice. At, <laughs> at least with it being Canto Cup, I can run my Shadow Hypno, Shadow Nine Tails, Shadow was it Snorlax? I was running with it. It was a triple Shadow team that just. Made so many people top left during Kanto. It was so hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds annoying. So <laughs> I was I was looking through here at, and just some of the comments. So Ryan Swag just <laughs> makes a comment. Jesus Christ, why is Little Cup so close? Because the non-PVPers <laughs> are in there voting yeah. just to make us angry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think everyone, I think like the main like, streamers and stuff want it retro cup to come back and then they're like well if we're not going to get that we'll go canto so <sighs> so when it says little cup it do you is it like that the originally first the bronzer one? cup yeah the bronzer oh cup. god no <laughs> i thought i thought i thought it was like like something like kind of like maybe the little cup for like the second one that they put up or even the third, but that is just no. Yep, it's the bronzer cup. What is wrong with people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that just makes it a lot yeah. worse than I thought. I don't know. Nope. 
I'm I'm going Master League if that happens. Yeah. Well, we'll That's have how bad it is. Master League Premier Classic. Oh, right? I'm, I'm going there regardless then. I yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, so yeah, I think Metagross. No matter what, Metagross time. <laughs> so it's either going to be the, it's possibly to be the Bronze War Cup or the Metagross Cup. Is that what I'm hearing here? Yeah, I'm going to go Metagross because I have that. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, what is it? they're both Steel and, and Psychic. So that's that's ironic. I, I, I hope it's just going to be Kanto in case I, I don't do well in Master. Shadow Hypno. I think everyone has that, especially I think Fish is the one that has the yeah. most. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wins when it comes to uh, to Hypnos. The Hypno squad. Um, so yeah, so I, that's kind of what's going on in GBL. Uh, I don't really... Anything else like... I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I just want to kind of go over, like, so, like, I actually did have one more team that I was using for Ultra Premier uh, Classic. And the funny thing is, like, all the teams that I've used in the past are all non-XL, so it's, like, perfect timing mm-hmm. for this. So, like, you know, I mentioned the Swampert, Gengar, which, again, Shadow Ball is, is always the option. Uh, for the always, only option. Only option. <laughs> uh, and also, so, that was Swampert. Gengar, Scavalier, and then I was going to have another team that I actually had pretty good success with. Uh, I think I played two sets with it. It was uh, Obstagoon, Swampert, and Charizard. So mm. uh, I, I really like that one uh, just because if I come ac- uh, across that murder tree, so uh, I have some coverage for it. And of course, the one that I'm going to try tomorrow instead of Clefable, I'm going to try Sylveon, so get Shadow, Snorlax, uh, Sylveon, and Kingdra. And hopefully, if that goes well, tomorrow we hit Legend and I'll get qualified. Yay. Nice. So I have a question because <laughs> this just popped in my head and I was thinking about it a couple times when whenever Charizard come, gets brought up. So Charizard has three pretty viable fast moves. It's got Fire Spin, Wing Attack, and then Dragon Breath. For is it? Do you run a certain fast move based on where you're going to be running it? Whether like Ultra Premier Classic or you know Open Ultra, because Charizard fits really well in the the Ultra metas. Yeah. So like you know, you know it's funny you mentioned that because I actually saw uh, a few Charizards um, using the Swamper, Gengar, and Scavalier. And I saw more Charizards with Wing Attack and Dragon Breath than Fire Spin. Hmm. I think so, it's dependent upon the rest of your team comp. What do you need yeah, him to take so, down? Yeah, because I think I think one of them... Oh, one of them was actually pretty spicy. Uh, they were re- running Dragonite, Charizard, and, and uh, Typhlosion. So hmm. Typhlosion, Shadow Claw, and um, Charizard had Dragon Breath. So I was just like, that is a very interesting team. Uh, and actually, I think I and like all this, basically all the Dragonites I saw were all in the lead. So that is a very common lead. Maybe I didn't check, but I'm pretty sure. Does it beat uh, Trevenant? Uh, so it does. It, it makes sense for it. If you shield, if you let it go through, yeah. you're going to lose hard. But you have to. Burn oh yeah, the for sheets. sure. Like, it, it's crazy because Scavalier with the Mega Horn on a Dragonite, it does like about forty percent or fifty percent. 
it's it's that squishy. Yeah, so imagine what a shadow ball from something like Trevian does. Uh, you might as well. It's it's it's, it's gone for sure. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's what I think. But I've definitely seen if if I had to put the order of what I seen the most of it for the fast attack for Charizard, it was definitely Dragon Breath, Wing Attack, and then Fire Spin. Uh, but I'm running Fire Spin just because I, I like to use that OG uh, fast move. <laughs> That's interesting. The uh, the point that you brought up about the Dragonite leads, because um, that's either in that line or then in the Double Dragon line that Wildcat hates. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a Dragonite lead too, so it's like you kind of have to guess which one they're running. So kind of yeah, there was a lot a lot of uh, a lot of sh- uh, stone like safe swaps a lot, <laughs> and uh, so for like another one that was used was, you know, that I saw a lot of was kind of like, um, Dragonite, Snorlax and, uh, Empoleon. So double week to fight it in the back, you know, typical, uh, line right there, ABB line. Um, uh, so it, it, it's a lot of common lines that you saw, uh, before. And I actually kind of like this. It's a little bit of a change. And just the fact that I don't see any XL Pokemon there, yeah. it's, it's, I'm very happy. So like, you're not seeing like Machamp's not having like I seen I actually seen I want to say three to four Machamps and it, it still has play. It, you know, it has play because uh, it actually has more play than you would think. And not a lot of people I think people are gonna start noticing that more. Uh and that's kind of why I want to bring the team that I have because even Kingdra is a good matchup against Machamp, and then I have Clefable. Uh, if I see it, I did not see a single if not maybe one uh, fighter uh, besides Glade in the lead. And I liked, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Glade against Snorlax because of the lake. It actually adds up. And all you got to do is just count to four. And you know how slow confusion is. So yeah. it's not really that hard to keep count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would I would you love to see run... some Glade leads right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I would love to see some Glade leads. <laughs> oh, you would just murder. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. Cause now, you know, this tree is like, it's just everywhere right now. It's it's the number one ranked for Ultra Premier Classic. I think it's number two in Open Ultra. If you were to run a Machamp, this would probably be a good time to run your Payback Machamp. It's yeah, that's that's. I mean, not necessarily a great idea. Uh, to be honest, a Shadow Machamp doing Rock Slide on the Trevenant is still going to be a lot. Uh, so you need the rock slide because of Charizard and Dragonite. Mm. Yeah. And then, I mean, not this, yeah, just because of that. Uh, also, if you go against a fairy, you need the rock slide. It, it still does a lot uh, as well as, I mean, the only time it may be helpful would be against like a needle queen. But I mean, I, I haven't seen, which is crazy because I, I haven't seen a single Needle Queen and it's it's there. Uh, also, it helps for Venusaur instead of having to go to the payback, you just Rock Slide. So it's it's a, a lot of things that I still would prefer Rock Slide over that. Um, and it's crazy because it does have it in number one, but I, I haven't seen a single one in Ultra League. See, I've seen three. I've seen three today. Plus, with, I was running. With yours before. Yeah. 
That's that's insane. Like I, not even so one. I think the reason, and this, I've actually heard this in our Discord, is people don't want to build three different Triviants: one for Great League, one for Ultra League Premier, one for Ultra League. Because you're looking at a level 40 here, which means you need like a 10, 15, 15 from a PvP IV. Mm-hmm. Versus if you actually want to build a long-term Treviant for Ultra League Open and Ultra League Premier, or Ultra League um, Premier, you need that like 0, 15, 15 with XL. So I think a lot of it comes to people don't want to waste the dust on what they consider a short-term use case. I like the tree. I think it's a fun Pokemon to play. So I was fine throwing it. And I actually got one that was lucky. Hmm. A 12, 14, 12, 13, I want to say something like that. So it, okay. it only cost me 75,000 dust. It oh, was oh. very cheap. Yeah. Uh, have you guys seen the, what is it, Gorgeist at all? Nope. No. Not, 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 not even in Greatly. I haven't hmm. seen, but I know some people made a video on it. I know there was a team in Greatly that was running, I think it was... G-Fisk, um, Gorgeis, Treviant in Great League. And that actually was a really hard team to go up against. I was going to ask if anybody's running a, a double Shadow Grass team. Or Ghost Grass. Yeah, the, I think uh, Jonkis was one of the first few people that made a uh, video on that with the, the, those two in the back. I don't remember the lead that he used. Uh, but he was, I think, pretty sure he's always like the first one, like on new Pokemon's uh, lines, and he used it. And I actually didn't watch it, but it, it seemed like it was pretty good because he said like it's a new meta type of thing. Uh, but besides that, I didn't even see it myself in uh, Great League, uh, let alone Ultra League. I, I maybe it was Bastiodon, not G Fisk. I think you may be right. Yeah, I think it was I'm not 100% sure it was, a mo- it was a modified grass hole team is what it was. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think hmm. I've seen that too. It was so annoying. Interesting. I think I actually ended up beating it, if I'm not mistaken. I think I did go against it, but it was super annoying now that now that, now that you mentioned it. Yeah, I, I went against it once, and I, I was running in Great League, Treviant, G-Fisk, Wigglytuff. I switch in to initially into my G Fisk didn't have to switch, but I did it just because and they went ahead, brought out one of the trees, took it down. I think they brought out, I think they were brought out Gorgeist actually took it down, went back into my shadow was, or my Trivent was able to take out their Treviant or take out their Bastiodon with it. And then I brought in Wiggles and they just top left. Because yeah. between Trevian and Gorgeist, they can do nothing to Wigglytuff, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun team. I, I like my my Great League team that I've been running in Treviant, G-Fisk, Wigglytuff. And the reason I'm running Wigglytuff over something like Azu is because so many people are running Ghost and Dark right now. Wigglytuff has the advantage against both those a little better than Azu. And you can watch out for Treviant or Gorgeist easily. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm interested to see how this starts to play out throughout the week. You know, today was the first day, so probably by next episode we'll have a, a better I- a, a good idea of how the tree is affecting things. Um, you know, right now everyone's going to want to use it the first day. Let me get, you know, get it out there now before, you know, all the teams that counter it start coming out. 
Um, so I, I, I'm going to be interested to see how it plays out throughout the week. Cause normally what, what is it like the first two days of like a switch normally is like the feel out for the meta, like to see what's, what's going on. So yeah, basically, yeah. yeah the, the problem is, is with it being premier classic, unless people are going to build extra, you know, quote unquote throwaways, there's just very little dark and flying that's accessible. That's going to do anything against outside of, your Dragonite, your Charizard, your Obstagoon. There's not a lot of other good counters for the tree right now. So, and at least Premier Classic, I think it may be here to stay. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. I have one. I just got to build it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think, uh, so any, anything else as far as GBL goes? Uh no, that not not now that you guys mentioned that Trevenant was like first on PV Poke, I just noticed that Sylveon was number two. Now I feel like I'm basic. <laughs> <laughs> You're basic. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. Well then uh let's go ahead and move over to the question and answer segment. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! the truth all right so um you know before we get started uh like we've been saying uh if you have any questions you can email us um or tweet us or if you're in the discord uh you can go ahead and put your questions in the one answer sec uh section so before we get to the Discord questions, we had one that came in from in our email, uh, and it's from Greninja Muffin. It says, hello, Astro Wildcat and Dino. I uh, hope you all are well at the time of reading this. I started listening to you guys over the past few weeks, and I was wondering if you could give feedback on my Great League team. I'm running Obstagoon lead with Samurai and Dusclops in the back and sometimes swap Samurai with Galvantula. I've been, uh, I also been trying Wishcast, Skarmory and Samurai uh, ever since I hit about 1900. Uh, I just keep getting hard countered and have since fallen about 150, 200 points. Any tips would be greatly appreciated. In open, drop Dusclops. It, it's a really cool niche Pokemon, but it doesn't work well enough in open once you get above about 1,500, 1,600 area. Um, Obstagoon, great Pokemon. You got to make sure you're pairing it. And a good common Obstagoon team is actually doing a double dark team. So something like an Obstagoon Umbreon line is pretty popular and does fairly well. Outside of that, Astro, you've you've played in this general area of the meta before. What what else are you seeing a lot of that would work? Yeah, um, I actually like the the Wishcash Skarmory that he was he had there, but minus the Samurott, I'd probably do like a like an Obama Snow or or like a, some type of grass uh, opposed to the Samurott. Uh, Dino gave me a team last season to run and it was right around this meta like this elo um and i actually ran it again 
around this ELO when during Great League was um Swampert, Skarmory, uh Obama Snow. Um so if you don't have a Swampert, Wishcash, it's not you're not gonna get your water damage, but at least it's gonna do the same type of cover it like resistance that that Swampert's gonna do. Plus it's a lot bulkier than um than Swampert. So depending on your playstyle, you know, that could benefit you. Um Yeah. Uh, uh, what I was gonna say, like using his assuming that he's using Obstagoon as the lead, uh with that team <clears throat> that he had with uh Obstagoon, Dusclops, and Samurott, and like Wildcat uh that said drop Dusclops and open Great League just just it's just better like in self cups, I would say. Uh, and instead of that, if you really want to use that core, I actually went against a few Samurots and they are fairly annoying. I think I went against it uh, versus my Meganium and it kind of like slowly melted the, the, with the Fury Cutter. Yeah. So it's, it's annoying. Um, so if you can keep that because it would be like sort of like a soft counter for, I don't know, a fighter. Uh, and, Pokemon that I would like to use, you can either use Needle Queen in or a low end nine tails in replace of Dust Clubs. Hmm. I like the low and nine tails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I always I, I like it. Um yeah. Uh I haven't gotten I haven't used Samurai in Great League yet. Um so like I don't know how it is. I know Fury Cutter is an annoying move because if you're not playing with the sound, like the animation is so fast that you just lose, like I can never count it. So I lose track of it like super quick. Uh, So I don't know how it works, how well it works with Samurott and what is it? Hydro cannon now. It's a good one. I think it's still a little better in ultra because that little extra bulk helps a lot. Um, If, if honestly, Swampert's just a better Pokemon in Great League, and I hate to say that because Dino's going to say I told you so, but in Ultra, I told you so. Yeah, in Ultra <laughs> now, Samurott came to play. Yeah, Samurott's annoying he, in he Ultra. Is. Yeah. He is, yeah, but not Ultra Premier Classic because there's very little dark. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, those are those are a couple things. Um, you know, if you want to use some of those uh, Pokemon there that you mentioned in the email, um, you know, swapping out Dusclops and then uh, also swapping out Samurai on the Wishcash for like a Bomba Snow. I think a Bomba Snow would be the perfect one for that team, right? Or Venusaur. A Bomba Snow or a Low and Ninetales, either one, I think, actually. Hmm. Okay. If If he does have the the chance to if he already has or maybe if he can build one a trevenant and a needle queen in the bag with the obstagoon lead is actually nice uh it's a b c oh b uh c b b uh overall in pv poke when you put that team i've went against that team and i hate that team (laughs) (laughs) you actually have that is insane i haven't seen it i i've went against that team one time and with a trevenant in the lead I am force switched into Wiggly, and then they bring in Nitto, and I'm done. I have to top left. 
<laughs> nice. Oh, my bad. I just exposed the, the team now. <laughs> nice. So, uh, all right. So we got questions here in the Discord. Uh, first one comes from Matthew Breaker. Uh, so he writes, you're in charge of development of a new Pokemon game. What are some changes you would add to your new game? And what are some of the things you would, um, and what are some of the things you would keep? This is a remake of an older version, or is this a remake of an older version or a new region you get to create? So this is main series game, obviously. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd go the easy way and go with the remake. <laughs> and <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and go the easy keep way. Everything but the battle style. I would love to see a game where when you switch to battling, like you become the Pokemon and like, like a, like a, what is it? Pokin Pokin tournament type thing where like you're actually fighting as the Pokemon versus just calling out moves, um, which gets a little tiring. So I actually would do a new region. I think we need an Australia region Pokemon game. Hmm. I really think that would be a fun region to have a Pokemon game based in, especially considering a lot of things they're already trying to kill you. So why shouldn't that translate perfect to Pokemon? Um, I think the, you know, it's still pending a lot of what we're going to learn about legends Arceus, but I think the battle style that we're supposedly seeing there is modernizing it enough but keeping the traditional roots of Pokemon. So I think moving into something like that to where everything's overworld and you're moving from battle or from exploring to battle kind of seamlessly, even though it's still turn-based, I think that would be a perfect way to kind of merge those two types together. Yeah. I just would like to see the, the battling be a little more fast paced. Um, you know, because like think about it. If you're when you watch when you watch the show, it's turn based. You know, Ash will call out a move, and then this guy will call out a move back and forth, back and forth. But it's it's quick. It's you know, throw this, and then you know, Ash will yell at Pikachu to throw what is it? Electro Web is the new one, um, which is an awesome. <laughs> I love seeing him do that, um, or Iron Tail or something like that. But it's like boom, 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 boom. Like the battling is just so like, okay, a, and you got to wait like a minute for it to run through the animation. And then it's like, then you got to wait for them to do it. And then it's like, you know, it takes like 10 minutes to just get through one Pokemon, depending on who you're, you know, using to battle with. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, but there's, there's so many things. Uh, go I ahead. The problem is I don't want it to become an action RPG. I do. It, it's it's a <laughs> traditional JRPG game. And I don't know if you were a big Final Fantasy fan and have played the newer Final Fantasies. It moving to an action J, action RPG actually, in my opinion, hurt the gameplay a lot. It Yes, it's a lot more fluid, but it becomes a, even more repetitive. I'm going to walk over here, slash, 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 kick, 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 done, walk to the air, slash, 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 kick, kick, at least with the turn-based against normal AI in the game, it's not hard. 
But when you get into the actual competitive side of it and battling real people, there's a lot of strategic value to the turn-based. Versus if I was action, it would just become a fighter. That's my two cents there. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel like, for me at least, like if anything was to change, it would just be like annoying to relearn. <laughs> so that's why I was kind of going the easy route of it. Uh, plus, I'm not I'm not too creative with it, but uh, it, it just seems like it would just complicate things if if you were to change some things or add some things. So I, I think it's, I think it's fine if you do like a remake. Just my if you do thing. a remake, keep HMs out of it. Thank God, BDSP. Learn the lesson. Didn't put a chance back in. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, by the way, you missed Matthew's earlier question, Astro. Uh, did I scroll up just a little bit? Two forty nine. Oh, okay. Uh, wait. Which one? With the release of the new Pokemon movie, Ash mentions his dad fondly. Do you think the audience will ever get to know who his father actually is, or is it always going to be a mystery of the series? Also, what is your favorite theory for who Ash's father really is? Giovanni, Mr. Mine? It's weird, <laughs> but it's a theory that's out there. Funny how we were talking about Mr. Mime as well. Uh, I, I like the Mr. Mime just because it would be funny. <laughs> it, it would be funny because you always see him clean the house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't even know. Like, I can't even think of a theory, but... I, I think it's going to be a mystery, to be honest. I think it's one of the professors. I think it's Oak. Yeah. I, that'd be weird. Because, <laughs> I mean, look think. at the Oak-Ash relationship throughout the series and even in the games. And going back to the manga, Oak's always acted kind of as a mentor to Ash and teaching him. Very father-like. And it, there's all kinds of fan theories and things that also refers to Oak as, you know, his past trainer personality and possibly being the league champion for a while. And it's mentioned in some of the animes and, and manga that Ash's dad was a Kanto champion. So if you put all that together, professor Oak makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I can see it. If that's like the most sense to me that yeah. out of anything else. But once again, if you haven't watched secrets of the jungle, Go watch it. Such a good Pokemon movie. It, it was good. It was good. All right. So next one from Artemis Dragon writes, uh, they're going. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm so tired right at this point. Uh, let's see. Clifford. Is it? Okay, you're going to have to take this one. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Which Pokemon that doesn't ah. already have a Shario variant could benefit the most from a Shadow Boost? He personally thinks Shadow Haunter. Hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, no, just, just because it's already so squishy. Yeah. But... Um, I mean, I mean, I guess in comparison, like you also have like Shadow Swampert that's squishy too, so I, I guess... Uh, I mean, do you have one? Shadow Toga Kiss. Go ahead. Interesting. Why? Why do you think that? Shadow Charm. We've seen what Gramble does with it, and as, as squishy as Gramble is, now imagine getting the bulk of Toga Kiss with a Shadow Charm. Oh. 
That that sounds very annoying. It's just like I, already dealing with that. I just can't. Yeah, I was on. I was. I'm on the same thought process as Wildcat, just on the opposite side of the spectrum. And I was thinking Mandibuzz. Don't you dare put that in the world. Could you imagine that thing <laughs> with its bulk and then Shadow Snarl or Shadow so, Air Here's slash? the problem. Mandibuzz would actually, I think, get hurt by being a Shadow. Because it's a 20% debuff on defense and a 20% raise on attack. It's so would it just make it so high normal? It would make it would take it down to a normal squishiness, but not give it enough attack. Hmm. I think I could be wrong, but it's kind of the the reason Shadow Machamp and Shadow Dragonite do so well. Their attacks were already so high, and their defense was already so low that they didn't lose enough. Hmm. I think with Mandibuzz, it would be the exact opposite problem. They didn't gain enough attack for how much defense they had to lose. Daniel, am I am I being crazy in that thought process, or am I right there? No, you're right. Uh, I'm I'm still like trying to think because like you're. I, I feel like you also kind of went in the the route of a charmer because we also only have one anyways. So it, it kind of would benefit another one to get it. And to be honest, like there's there's so many things, and it seems like the Pokemon that benefit like most out of it are usually Glass Canyon Pokemon because. You see, like, uh, we mentioned Gramble. He's not that, you know, uh, tanky. Uh, we've mentioned uh, what other Pokemons that, that deal with a lot of damage would be, like, maybe... I don't know if you guys ever went against, like, a Sableye Shadow. It's it's very annoying. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and Shadow Sharpedo. Just, that yeah, thing is a monster. Just, yeah. there, there's so many things, and I, I kind of... Like, you would think... Uh, so I, I I don't know if this would be, you know, very good or not, but like maybe like a Shadow Lucario, just because uh, oh. it's it's you know it's fragile. And if you're thinking about like Pokemon that are you know squishy, you know why not? I mean, <laughs> it actually because you get those power up punches off so quickly, even quicker than Cross Chop. That could be oh. scary. Yeah, and imagine getting. I've actually used Lucario before, and which now, if I do hit Legend, I want to use it. But in Ultra League, a long time ago, and I hit it with a Power Punch and a Shadow Ball and a Garatina, it knocked it out. Mm. It was it was glorious. Yeah, Shadow Ball Lucario does so much more than you think it's going to. It's hilariously fun. Interesting, for sure. Interesting. <laughs> Here's, yeah, like Asher well, ideas. No, because I was like looking, I was trying to figure out, like I was looking at Diggersby. So like its attack um, stat is like 96. Um, and then like at, a, at an optimal Diggersby for Great League, um, XL, 96 attack stat, 141 defense. So a 20%, you're going to get what? One... 119 ish. Yeah. 118 ish, something like that. It's not terrible. What about, what about Toxicroak? Uh, I was going to say that's another. Like, I feel like, like we mentioned, like, I feel like a lot of Pokemon that are like slow uh, defense and HP are usually the one to benefit. And I feel like that's one, as well as Shadow Frostlass, maybe. <sighs> Ooh, that's just like, it just hurt everyone's feelings. <laughs> We should stop talking. All these things are scary. Existence. (laughs) We're gonna. (laughs) 
<laughs> Would it do anything for a Metacham? Uh, I actually think it could, but with X, I don't know. I don't think so. No. How about Wiggle? Would it be an XL? You know who? Wiggly tough. Uh that could be one where the defense and the offense with Shadow Charm actually does come into play. Yeah, because you're looking at let's see uh, stats here: one fifteen attack 75 defense so that runs that's like pretty similar to how machamp um is there just now you got charm over counter <laughs> i know i know it just came out but shadow uh tree shadow murder tree it would be good <laughs> <laughs> oh man we're just getting bad ideas out <laughs> Uh, we apologize for putting all this into existence. Yeah. Uh, we're taking it all back, all back. Uh, uh, so next question is, uh, we're on fish, right? Yep. Um, which Pokemon would be the worst to go on a cross country road trip with? I don't want to steal races, but that one's pretty fucking good. <laughs> Can we say Grimer? <laughs> go the opposite way. Mr. Uh, Mom, he'd get you arrested for grabbing everyone. But he'd be so quiet. It's so quiet. That's the worst. No. When you're driving cross country, you need someone to talk to. No, 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 no. I want everyone to shut up so I can listen to music and just go. <laughs> what about, what, I, I'm a, I don't know if I'm going to butcher it or not, but Garbodor? Oh, Garboder? Trash Pokemon? Garboder? Yeah. Oh, Garboder. There you go. That and Trubbish, yeah, Trubbish, yep. That I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Nope, no thanks. Does anyone else find it weird? We've talked about Mister Mime a lot this episode. That is another (laughs) one that I wouldn't want to go. It would get you arrested going through just grabbing everybody randomly. You know, nope. So I know. um, I think it was PGR that mentioned it, and they mention it every time they talk about uh, uh, Megas is Mega Sableye would be obnoxious because they, they said because he carries that big fucking gem around with him. Like, he doesn't really get much bigger, but the he carries this big, like, stone gem thing. Like, you'd have to put it on top He's of the in- car, and, like, every time you get out, you'd be like, hold on, I gotta grab this. <laughs> oh, then that reminds me of... Uh, what's that one fighting Pokemon that has those like two huge boulders like uh, on top? Oh, Con- Conklador. Yeah, Conklador would be Con- another Con- 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 You Con- got Con- it. Yeah, yeah. Carries there those big like cinder block things. Imagine. Be annoying. <laughs> uh, Greninja would be kind of gross because it, really? it wears its tongue around its neck. <laughs> I'm okay with it. He looks cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to flip this question on the head now. What's what? What one do you want to go on the road with the most? Uh, I feel like that's harder than the other question. <laughs> oh, that is that is a very good question. By the way, just to add another Pokemon to uh, the road trip, Jigglypuff. Mm. To the to, to not have it come with you just because I don't want it to be singing putting me to sleep and shit. Oh yeah, because <laughs> if it ever stops singing, it dies. Oh really? Oh, I just spoiled one of my facts. Uh, oh, oh, I'll forget. So I'll you're t- good. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> I remember forever now. Uh, I would pick like a fairy, a fairy type. Yeah. I was actually thinking Slurpuff or. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, no. Actually, Al Creamy. Uh, from the yeah. new, from Gen 9 why, or Gen 8. One of the, like the. I'm curious why. The Pokemon why, that can like do food and stuff. Yeah, so it's, like, a, it's, it's, it's uh, a built in snack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is crazy. I wasn't even thinking. I'm like, I'm like not even thinking about food of these while going <laughs> this trip. I, I don't know why. I, so like for me, I was thinking about squirrel just because, you know, I don't know. I like squirrel, but I, I wasn't thinking about food. Now that you guys mentioned it, that sounds like a horrible like companion. Hmm. 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 Yeah. No, I, I can't. Like, I feel like I would just go like with somebody like a cool, like cute Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, do we have, we have, was that it? Or is there one more? Uh, oh, okay. I see it. Um, so this comes from Dave Can Cans Cans. Sure. Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm going to butcher everyone's name and everything. So, um, so he writes, what if we did a round Robin tournament in open great league to practice for the upcoming Pogo championships? Uh, it could even be a seasonal thing. Everyone that made it to legend in division a everyone else in division B once per season. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. All I can say, stay tuned. <laughs> he's going to be like, he's going to listen to the whole episode just for him to say yeah, that. I talked to, I, I've, I've talked to him on the side as well. But stay tuned. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, like I said, we have a few of the biggest tournaments we've ever got planned coming up in the next few months. So stay tuned. Yeah. Did, um, Dave helped put together that uh the that pyramid tournament that we were in together, right? Yeah. So he's, he was one of, like the where I met you. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where this all started. <laughs> uh, so technically, Dave Dave Cans, you brought us together. Ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, work with Wildcat because I know you know how to handle those things, those big big tournaments. Because that was pretty big. That was a pretty big tournament. There was a, a, a well. Not they weren't such big names back then. Like Speedy as Chief wasn't as big as he is mm-hmm. now. And then so I we even I think there was like a Jangles. team in was it Mexico or Peru? Peru. Uh Peru. Yeah. So it was good. It was a lot of fun. So I think that's it, right? Seems like a show. No. I've got well that's it for our questions. Oh no. So we've got two five-star reviews that came in this week. Uh, So I'd like to read those. Uh, The first one here, I'm assuming this comes from JD Mojo Jojo. Um, Says, great podcast. Come a long way since the (laughs) first few episodes. Yes, yes, it has. (laughs) Full of great PVP knowledge, (laughs) uh, which covers Sylph and GBL. It also helps that the guys are great people and occasionally funny. I think I'm more funny than occasionally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that that was a little like occasionally because i think i'm funnier than i am and that i i like expect this is everybody true else statement. to think i'm funny and then when they're not funny like i'm like man they don't like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i, I get that vibe yeah. <laughs> and then- <laughs> 
Uh, so the next, I mean, he does uh, hear that he's the only one laughing at his jokes, right? It's, uh, if you listen, if you go back and you listen to the podcast, I really am the only one who laughs most of the time. If you, there, yeah, you, it, literally, this episode was a great example. Yeah, I just <laughs> laugh at my own jokes because I'm the funniest person I've ever met. <laughs> Uh, so moving on silence <laughs> uh next one comes from thanks friend 66 uh every wednesday i look forward to listening to the btw pvp podcast the guys who run the show are funny see funny funny and relatable uh it's great to hear different perspectives about pokemon pvp and some random shenanigans too yes love the random shenanigans uh, highly recommend recommend anyone who enjoys Pokemon Go PvP to listen. Uh, and he also plugs to donate to our uh, Patreon so that people can join the Discord. Uh, really, really, really appreciate those reviews uh, and, um, you know, the five stars. It does help. Uh, I don't... I don't want to be like, please do it, please do it, please do it. But if you want to, you know and you're on your Apple podcast or whatever, go ahead and, and do that. It doesn't hurt. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Norway uh, because apparently our last episode was the 94th best episode in Norway's video game genre. So it means we got converted three Again. listeners in Norway. Doesn't matter. Ninety four, <laughs> and we went up one hundred and twenty five spots. <laughs> that is so random. If you were listening from Norway, let us know. I, yes. I just want to know who you are. To send us, you. send us an email. So, like, we get like we have a lot of people like over in Europe, and then um, you know, uh, we actually have some people in South Africa. Uh, we're in like the top hundred podcasts in South Africa. <laughs> That's so, news to me too. <laughs> uh, all of you people, write in. Let us know how you found us. Why we're so popular? Where you are. I don't get it. Get a free shout yeah, out. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get. You know, Australia because you know, fish. You know, walks around and puts a gun to everybody's head to make them listen to to us. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it. So, uh, but yeah, that's. You know, thank you guys for for writing in and and doing all that stuff and and really kind of supporting the show, whether it's you know monetarily or just you know through the Discord, just keeping up with things. And it's it's been more than I could have imagined at this point in time. Um, and the plan is for it to get bigger at some point. So thank you all uh, for doing that without getting too sappy and sentimental there. Just a little Just bit. A little. Need, it's like, okay. That, that music, like this, like slow, like romantic music in the background. No. Okay. No. Again, that's no. where I'm being funny. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else thinks I'm him. Um, hence, hence the silence. <laughs> all right. So I guess, yeah, that's the show. Um, <laughs> so before we wrap up a uh, big thank you f- to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can uh, for as little as a dollar a month, which will gain you access to our discord. Uh, put the link in the show notes for that, for our Patreon uh, special. Thank you to our coaches, corner supporter, Jade supporters, 
JD Mojo Jojo, Clifford Mert, thanks friends, and Eastwood. Eastwood is new, yes. New. Welcome. Welcome, Eastwood. Uh I don't I haven't got a chance to talk to you, so I'll probably message you sometime this week to say thank you. Uh our Patreon producers, King Flip, Kittens and High Fives, and King Tom. Uh welcome back, King Flip. It's been uh busy the past couple months and uh joined the Ash Cup. So it was nice nice seeing him pop back up in the Discord there. Uh, and our Discord admins, Reyes683, Siegel, and Miami Doc. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter is at BTWPVP Podcast. You can email us at BTWPVP at gmail.com. The link for our merch store, Patreon, and our friends over at Pallet Town PVP, which is a fish on heaters thing, which I believe, I don't want to, I guess, it's maybe at some point maybe but i think it is it is to note one of our discord members is now streaming on pallet town pvp as well oh so on thursday nights go check out team magma tyler streaming on pallet town pvp oh yeah that's thursday nights u.s time see now thursday nights u.s time okay so i have to make sure that i have my computer ready so i can give him information like he gives me information on our streams (laughs) also just tell him how bad he's playing no tyler's always he's always on every one of my streams and i can't i can't do that to him he's a nice guy he really is (laughs) my boy he gives me all my information when i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) so all the time Uh, yeah basically he helps write the show (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you all for listening to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I am the hysterical Astro Zombie nine five four. I am Wildcat Dad seventeen, and I am the Mahiko. And until next time, good luck and get good. I'm a little offended that you guys don't think I'm funny. So next episode, I'm going to get a laugh track. And so I'm not the only one. And it'll just, you'll hear. <laughs> That's so see, see, what's terrible is we let you get, we let you hang. I'm there. sorry. I can't hear, I can't hear yeah. you over all the laughing. <laughs> the how funny I am. See, I was I was actually going to give you a compliment and say what they don't realize is that we're laughing just on mute so we don't disturb the show. But you know what? No, we're not. No, we're not. I ain't going to laugh for you anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Uh. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.